more time deep down home October road it's the time it's a real good sign how's everyone doing make some noise come on October the trees are stripped bare from all they wear what to It's just another work day. You serious, Clark? Oh, how I hate to see October go. I'm not the one to complain, Mr. Weffley, but I thought you said no work stuff. She said don't give me no lines and keep your hands to yourself. This is the Tony Bruno Show. The sea was angry today off the coast of New Jersey. From Manasquan to Cape Henlopen, from Bahaba, Maine, all the way down to Cape Girardeau. None of that shit matters. We are live at Parks Casino here in beautiful downtown Ben Salem in Bucks County, Pennsylvania. Inside, hunkered down, finally all hooked up. The IVs are flowing. The sports bets are going. Miss Robin is showing. And I'm uh, trying to figure out another word I can rhyme with because I didn't have that prepared. But Glowing. I should be glowing. You are. You're glo- There's a glow. I see a glow today. Actually, the light in front of me here. We are live inside the magnificent Parks Casino Sportsbook. The absolute most spectacular sports book on the East Coast. You can take all your Atlantic City houses. You can take all your other outside of the area, Lehigh Valley, all those joints, and you will not get anything close to this quality. This is Las Vegas quality casino sports book action. Is it yes, not, Robin? It, yes, it is. It's beautiful. Trust me. I, and I'm not saying this because I'm here and we're doing a show from here. I walked in here last week for the first time since they opened the book, and I'm like, are you kidding me? Leather recliners? It's kind of purdy. Drinks brought to my table? Food? Bets on anything I want to bet on? Except on impeachment. They don't have that odd. Uh, they don't have that prop up yet. But they will soon, I'm sure. We'll be able to bet on everything like they do in England. You know, they bet on the Academy Awards. They bet on the Oscars. They bet on Downtown Abbey, how many people die in Game of Thrones, who is going to die every week. It's a shame those are all over now. We can't bet on Game of Thrones anymore, Robin. I'm sure that there is something Game, Relo- Game of Thrones related, though. That hey, yeah, it's Dungeons be- and Dragons, I think it's called. I think you can bet on that. And they already have a Twitch uh, page for that. So if you want to go play Dungeons and Dragons, you're right here on Twitch.tv, Bruno Nation Live. We're here until 4 o'clock this afternoon, Eastern Time Live. And then, because we are not grifters like LeBron James hanger-ons, we actually will come back and at 6 o'clock from 6 to 9 give you another three hours of quality entertainment at si an affordable senor. price. We're not asking you for donations like the politicians are who keep wasting your money, throwing it basically into the toilet. The One of the uh, candidates, did you see this on the debate? One of the candidates collected $5. This guy, Mesmer, who wasn't obvious, $5 is all he was able to collect in his presidential bid to $5? be a candidate. $5. That's the cost of one subscription for one month to Tony Bruno's show. 
So instead of throwing your $5 away to some stupid political candidate who's going to waste it, just subscribe to our show on Twitch TV, Bruno Nation Live, for one month instead of wasting it for one second of presidential candidates. I don't care who they are. Democrats, Republicans, Independents, you keep throwing your money away thinking that somebody's going to care about you, you've come to the wrong place. This is the place you must be. we got a lot of stuff. First of all, the NBA, uh, I'm, not, I'm ignoring them. The, uh, the NFL, we've got action. The big Jalen Ramsey trade from the Jaguars to the Rams for two number ones and a fourth. The Rams make a trade. They trade their cornerback. So cornerback and wide receiver seem to be the two biggest positions of need. And we're only on, at October 16th, Robin. The trade deadline's still the 29th. Normally you see these kinds of deals, the big deals with the big names, coming down like at the last minute. But since we're in week six of the NFL, teams are like, hey, especially the Rams. I mean, the Rams are a good team. They've been struggling. They're three and three. What are they? No, they're four and two now, the Rams. And then you got, you know, a lot of other teams that are looking to help themselves. The Baltimore Ravens made a trade today. And so everybody who's a hopefully a playoff team is doing what they need to do. And there's a lot of talk here in Philly, and not only here in the Philadelphia area, but all over the NFL about Jalen Ramsey. How come this team didn't go after him? How come the Eagles didn't give up two first-round picks and a fourth-round pick to go get this guy? You know why? As good as he is, you don't give up two first-round draft picks when you're a team that's aging and when you're a team that desperately needs to start building and actually drafting pieces that can come in and play. The Eagles are no longer in a position where they can draft people and then say, let them sit around for a couple of years and get better, like J.J. Ortega-Whiteside, a guy who right now, as a second-round draft pick, has contributed nothing to this team and still continues to I'm not not blaming him. They drafted him. They fell in love. They love those Stanford guys. They love those Pac-12 guys, and a lot of them are good players. Zach Ertz is a great tight end. There's a lot of good players that come out of the Pac-12, and especially Stanford. But J.J. Ortega-Whiteside is the biggest mystery in Philadelphia because if you draft a wide receiver in the second round and you look around the league and you're seeing guys that were fourth-round, fifth-round practice squad guys making big plays in the NFL in their first season, wide receivers pretty much this. Here's the route. You go run it. The quarterback throws you the ball. You go catch it. You learn the playbook, you learn the, uh, the, the, uh, the terminology, and you go out and you do your job like you did in college. You run down the field, you get open, quarterback throws you the ball. Pretty simple. But yet, J.J. Ortega-Whiteside, who looked good in training camp, has been able to not even make any kind of contribution whatsoever on a team that, despite their injuries on defense, and those are obviously glaring problems in the secondary, but they're starting to get guys back, But the fact that you can't get a contribution of any way, shape, or form from a wide receiver, a position that you need guys to step up, is one of the bigger problems. So everybody's blaming Carson Wentz. His receivers have to, as to quote Andy Reid, they have to do a better job. It's that simple. Then they go to Dallas on Sunday night, and we'll talk about that throughout the week. We got a lot of other stuff going on around the NFL. The commissioner down in Fort Lauderdale, Got up today, put down his Bloody Mary, his Mai Tai, his stinking uh, Manhattan or whatever else these rich white guys drink down there in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And uh, talked about how the officiating sucks in the NFL. Newsflash, 
are you just turning into the season this year, Commissioner? <laughs> so the problem that the NFL commissioner has is that every year people bitch about rules and they have to be changed. Every year they change rules, and then when they change the rules, people bitch about the rule changes. It's like people who want all new laws all the time. We need more laws about guns. We need more laws about driving. And then we have 50,000 things that should be getting tickets, and none of those are enforced. So now you got the NFL giving people pass interference call discretion to throw a flag. And so far, out of 44 reviews for, uh, for personal fouls on the field, seven of them have been reversed now from the calls on the field. And so people watch every week, and they see these stupid penalties. Some of them, it's good when they reverse them. That means they got it right. But the other penalties, the hands to the face, the things that you can't review. See, that's the problem with replay. I like replay, and they do it right when it's a touchdown or a turnover. But now everybody wants everything reviewed. Everybody, because we know that there's a review system now. Fans at home, and especially degenerate gambler fans, sit there, and they see a call, or they see a bad call, and then uh, challenge it. And then the referee has to say, well, I don't know. well, you can't challenge that one. Sorry, that's not in the book. But here's the problem I have with those the calls the other night in the Packer. I hate to keep relitigating that game, but that's the one that's causing the most outrage this week. Is if, the, if you're calling a hands to the face, and it's a crucial, crucial play, just like the pass interference call in the, in the Saints game last year in the playoffs, that's a crucial game. That's a, that's, a, that's a chance to go to the Super Bowl. For the Detroit Lions, that's a crucial call. That's a chance for them to get closer to the Green Bay Packers in their conference, in their division. And it was a blown call, and then they blew another call on the very next drive. So if you can't have all these officials huddle up and they try and then they pick up a flag every once in a while, how did they not huddle up, since it's not reviewable, and pick up the flag when it was as absolutely horrific a call as you'll ever see? So that's the problem the NFL has. I don't know how they fix it. You make everything reviewable? Every crucial play has to be reviewed? The problem is, you know what? In the time that it takes for us to watch the replay 15 times, somebody upstairs, that that guy in New York, what's his name? Al Riveron. Al Riveron is sitting in a room in New York, and he's the one who makes the final calls every week. Hey, Al, open your damn eyes, pal. How long does it take to see that that was not not a pass interference? I know he, they, you, you can't review it. But Al Riveron, while he's on the phone, by the way, this is only on a game. This is on a Monday night football game where, oh, by the way, there aren't 12 other games going on. I get it when there's 12 other games going on, and he's the guy who has to make the final decision in New York. But how about when there's only one game on? And the majority of people who watch football are watching that one game. And those same people are, who are watching that one game can see these calls being made. And even when Booger McFarland sees the same game being played and he's yelling about it, and then John Parry, who's worth it, he hasn't been good since uh, El- St. Elmo's Fire when he did the theme for that. Isn't that the same guy, John Parry? I don't, was that John Parry? It's John Parry, but I'm joking. Okay. John Parry is the official, the latest stooge okay. that ESPN has hired to sit in on the Monday night booth just guy who just retired, and then he goes on and basically is a lapdog for the officials and never, ever says, you know, that was, yeah, you're right. That, that really shouldn't have been called. Oh, no, no, I think they got it right. Why do you even have John Perry in the booth? He's an embarrassment to the NFL. Get him the hell out of there. Get somebody in there who understands the game. If the, play, if the refs make a good call, I'm the first guy to say, hey, good call. 
if the refs stink it up like they did in that Monday night game, you don't need some honk in the booth sucking up to his bosses telling you that a horrendous call was a good call. That's why you have no credibility. That's why LeBron James has no credibility. That's why LeBron James is a phony. And LeBron James, and I don't know if you caught it at the beginning, we had some technical issues. I am on a one-man mission to destroy. I will become the Laker hater that I was accused of being when I lived in Los Angeles for 11 years and was called a Laker hater. Let me tell you right now, you can officially put me down on the board of directors of the Laker haters in America. Jeannie Buss is a great friend. I have a lot of friends in L.A., but I will openly, openly root for the Los Angeles, against the Los Angeles Lakers and against the entire NBA for this season for being exposed and for the idiot LeBron James now telling all of his slave masters, and I am going to talk about it anymore. The more I talk about it, the more stupid I look, and I'm tired of people making fun of me. I'm tired of people in Hong Kong wearing LeBron crying face masks. I'm tired of people burning my jerseys everywhere. I want LeBron James to suffer. I want him to suffer like the people in Hong Kong are suffering. I want to see him dropped in the middle of Hong Kong by a Chinook helicopter without even a harness. I want him just hovering over the middle of downtown Hong Kong. And I want him dropped in his full Laker regalia wearing his little Wish logo on his jersey. You notice the Lakers, one of their sponsors is Wish. Wish is a Chinese-based company. And I actually ordered some stuff on Wish a couple of years ago, saying, well, look, I can get earbuds for $4. And then you think you're ordering it from an American company, and then two months later you get a little bag in the mail, and it's, it's all from China. You can see it. It's made in China. It's sold in China. It's mailed from China. And it's all cheap garbage that you think is quality merchandise. And it's not. And guess who's sponsoring the Los Angeles Lakers? Wish. Wish is another communist-run, cheaply produced garbage thing, like most of the stuff in this country. It's not just the NBA. The NBA pretty much, they think they're woke. You know what the NBA is woke about? They woke up the world to what a fraud LeBron James is, what a sycophant he is to the communist people. I want LeBron James in downtown Hong Kong where he's, you know, he doesn't have any sycophants there. He's used to, from the day he was born, he was a privileged ingrate. And anybody who puts this guy on the pedestal as some sort of great role model for Americans, he's a role model for all that's wrong in America. He's a communist sympathizer who, would, who, who, who ignores actual factual things that are happening in China just to suck up to his slave master bosses. He's a slave to communist China. Congratulations, LeBron. You are now out of the conversation as far as NBA greatness and as far as any kind of Michael Jordan, that stuff. You have lost any credibility that you once had. You are no longer an icon. You're a moron. So anyway, that's my latest. And the reason I did that today again is because he told everybody, stop, that's enough. He said, that's enough, please. Not please. He told you. He warned you, people. He warned ESPN. He warned TNT. He warned anybody. 
that just because I keep making stupid statements and I don't have anybody around me who's strong enough to tell me to stop being a moron because the more I talk, the stupider I sound, he basically tells his sync events, that's enough, I'm not going to talk about it anymore. I'm not going to, I don't really, I don't need to talk about this anymore, okay? I'm LeBron James, you understand that? I got an HBO show where I sit in a barber chair with one white guy and a bunch of brothers sitting around fixing the world from a, from a studio barber chair bullshit show on HBO. Remind me to cancel HBO today, Robin. Remind me to cancel HBO. It's worthless. Just like LeBron, LeBron James is an American citizen. He is a disgrace to this country and should be dumped in the middle of Hong Kong. Luckily, I'm not in charge of the country. I'm actually talking like the people in Hong Kong that he loves. Well, he hates the people in Hong Kong see, because they want freedom. They want, they want the ability to express opinions about how they're being tortured. LeBron's okay with that. He's okay with that. Remember that, ladies and gentlemen. Just remember. And now I'm going to start getting a lot of tweets from fake account, bot accounts, supposedly people in Hong Kong who somehow are listening to this and are telling me that I don't know what's going on there when they have zero followers or are following anybody. So what does that tell you right away, Robin? When somebody's tweeting you and they have zero followers or are following zero people, but yet somehow can find my yes. tweets about LeBron James and tell me that they're in Hong Kong and everything that I'm saying is total bullshit, but LeBron James, who couldn't pick Hong Kong out if you gave him a map of just the, of just the country of China, of the continent, he couldn't pick out Hong Kong on a map of China. That's how out of touch and fraudulent this piece of garbage human being is. He's worthless trash. All right, enough about that. Okay. All right. Now let's get down to the business. Game let's four of the American League Championship Series. Did I mention this already? Because I've rebooted the show twice. I feel like a comedian who does like three shows a night, and then he's got to go back and do the same material again. I don't want to keep wasting this stuff, Robin. I know. This isn't scripted material. I know. Plus, we're doing another three hours tonight. I know. that it's, There's that saying, save it for the show. Save it for the show. Well, there I was, am. It was the show. It was just that we had, I don't know what the heck was going on, whether it was this USB hub that I, uh, I was using a different one, an older one. I switched it to the new one, or whether just rebooting the system worked. I don't know, but it's working, and we're happy. Beautiful. Sound is back. I got my Parks Casino water bottle yes. made for sourced at the, the finest locations in and around. I think this is coming from the Neshaminy Creek, but it's multiple. No, it's actually from Redding. I didn't know they had water in Redding. Now, um, we might have just one little tiny hiccup. What's that? that? Is, no, it's, it's not really a hiccup. Is it something you, that you ate this morning, Robin? No, no, it's something that I drank. <laughs> I drank so much water already because I was really thirsty that I might have to run to the restroom. The restroom's right there. So the convenience here of being yes. here in front of the park's beautiful sports book is that the men's room and ladies' room are just a short dash away, even for me, who's getting a little more mobile each and every day, Robin. I know. I'm so very pleased for you because you are you are not in as much pain as you had been. Before. I haven't got time for the pain, Robin. I haven't got mood for the pain. Not since I saw you. So game four, Thursday night, Granky. Game five, Friday night, Yankee Stadium, Burlander. As I mentioned earlier, in case you weren't listening, Big advantage for the Houston Astros now, who are up two games to one 
in the American League Championship Series. And now, I sent you a, a, a tape this morning, Robin, on when we were putting together the show before we had to jump on out here and come out to Ben Salem. All right. Let me see if I can Because I wanted to go back to the St. Louis Cardinals clubhouse. People were last night, late at night, hey, Tony, did you thank the St. Louis Cardinals for participating in this year's National League uh, Divisional Series and the National League Championship Series? And I said, come on, man. As Joe Biden would say, come on, man. Is this the baseball bros thing? Yes. Okay. Not the bang bros. That's a different thing. Yeah, that's different. They're still in Miami trying to get some sponsorship deals. Hey, if the bang bros want to sponsor this show, just contact Miss Robin. I don't mean contact her like on a DM. She doesn't want to work for the Bang Bros. She wants this show. If they're willing to exactly. throw out money for sponsorship deals, I will gladly accept. Yeah, we'll, we, we'll talk. We'll, we'll talk. talk about Bang Bros, Brazzers, whoever you are. We are open for sponsorships. So anyway, where was I here, Evan? Um, oh, you, the St. Louis Cardinals. Yes. So I thanked them yesterday morning because they were down three games to none. I didn't know if they were going to get swept but I did say there's no way they were going to come back and win four games in a row because just because the fact that the entire team stopped hitting. And so for them to win four in a row would have been an unbelievable, almost historic feat. So yesterday morning, once they fell down three games to none, I thanked them for participating. And I'm not premature about that. I'm premature about a lot of things, but when I thank a team for participating, it's usually well-reasoned, well-thought-out knowledge of the way hard ball is played, Robin, from back in the day. Pre-analytics, I was making these kinds of uh, bold predictions. So what happens, they lose last night. They get swept by the Washington Nationals. And I thought about one thing and one thing alone. And, you know, I don't hate the dad. I don't hate the Cardinals. I don't care about the Nationals. You win, you win. You, You play better baseball. You sweep a team four straight games. Hello? You're the better team. There's no fluke involved here. You win four consecutive games for a chance to go to the World Series. You done good. That's domination. So I remember, let just go back a week ago. Uh-huh. Into the St. Louis winning clubhouse. You remember when they won the previous series? The National League Divisional Series? I do vaguely remember. The St. Louis Garden. You remember that? I remember that. Let's go back into the Cardinal Clubhouse and get ourselves a nice cold bush beer. And maybe we'll have uh, Augie Bush get the actual, the Budweiser Clydesdales to pull around the entire St. Louis Cardinals organization right around the warning track out there like back in the day when they would play the Here Comes the King. Remember the Budweiser theme, the original one with the Bud? Oh, yeah, that was good. And I, whenever I went I like to St. Louis, one of my favorite things to watch was Augie Bush, when he was still alive, actually on top of the Budweiser big beer uh, cart and then the Clydesdales pulling him around the outfield warning track. It's like when you watch those Budweiser Christmas commercials, mm-hmm. you know, with the snow falling and the Clydesdales, I right? I mean, ching, it ching. feels good. Robin's a horse person. And so the Clydesdales bringing, dragging Augie Bush, he wasn't dragging, he was actually on top of the wagon, the beer wagon. Uh-huh. And I always liked that. It was a nice touch because it's authentic. That's where Budweiser, is. Anheuser-Busch was born in St. Louis, Missouri. The king of beers. Not my favorite beer, but hey. So I was thinking last night, Mike Schilt should have, even though they lost in uh, their season ended in Washington, D.C., they should have brought out the Budweiser Clydesdales to make one ceremonial congratulations for winning the NLDS 
and participating in the National League Championship Series. Let's go to Mike Schilt down there in the clubhouse, Robin, for some, some final words. What I love about this series is we played the game hard, we played the game right. We started some shit, we finished the shit. Yeah. 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 That's how we roll. We don't start, but no one fucks with us uh-huh. ever, ever. All right? Now, I don't give a fuck who we play. We're going to fuck them up. We're going to take it right to them the whole fucking way. We're going to kick their fucking ass. Yeah. Let's go! As your mother would say, What's the matter with you? <laughs> what, what, what's the matter with you? I have one thing to say to Mike Schilt. Shame. Or we can change his name to Mike Shit because he dropped a lot of shits and he dropped a couple Shame. of F-bombs. Oh, no, he dropped a few F-bombs. I don't have a problem with that. I'm busting no. his chops out of you. That's pretty funny. That's, that that's raw emotion. Yes, it that's is. That's like listening to my rants every once in a while. Brett, Michael metal, Brett Michael's <laughs> Metal God says, Toxic masculinity. Oh! <laughs> Play action reel. Oh, my fucking ears. Oh, now stop it now. <laughs> How great was that, though? Hey, I'm just reading. I'm just reading. I, I know. Listen, people are allowed to comment. And because this show doesn't have to live under the sanctions of communist China, the NBA, the NFL, the NCAA, or any of the other corrupt organizations who are ruining all of your sporting enjoyment, we are unfiltered, untethered, and respond and answer to no one. No one. No sports leagues. No honk players. We don't represent LeBron James and his honks, the Laker nation, the Laker fans, all the other front runners who have been glomming LeBron's knob from place to place to place while he stuck it in your ass and didn't get, care about you one scintilla. He hates you. Remember that, people. He hates America, and he hates you. LeBron James hates all of you, all of us. He hates us. Okay, we need, to, we need to establish a time at, at when you will actually stop talking about LeBron and not bringing him uh, up. Well, he told us to stop, but well, no, I don't no, no. take orders from LeBron James. Not he tells just... the media to stop, they stop. He tells them how far to but jump, they jump. But you said yesterday after your 45-minute rant that you were going to stop talking about it. This was I before am. he told you to do it. So, in other words... Once he told me last night after he made his third and fourth consecutive appearances as upping the ante on his buffoonery, he told him to stop. ESPN stopped. They, oh, ESPN, they're right back to doing features on the Lakers, showing Lakers scrubs and showing all their players out there playing in meaningless exhibition games with a bunch of scrubs on the floor. Eddie Munster 19 says, he hate me. He does. He hates you. Remember this. You know, everybody's selling. I'm going to have a T-shirt made of LeBron James where he says, I hate you. Just LeBron saying, I hate you, America. I hate America. How great would that shirt be? Now, as now, you know, Barstool's already spelling, sending, selling I know, the one the, 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 with, uh, the, with the communist uh, Chinese gear on. I think Brett Brown will be wearing to commemorate Le- when LeBron James comes to Philadelphia. i got to look at the schedule. I want to make sure I'm down there in the parking lot. And I'm going to get all my friends in Chinatown. I'm going to get all my friends wherever I can find them. And we're going to be in the parking lot. The night the Lakers come to Philadelphia, and we are going to make LeBron James and the Lakers realize that we don't tolerate that shit in this country. You want to be a communist sympathizer? Go move to those countries that you love so much. 
You're going to bash our country. You have a right to do it. And guess what? When you bash our country in this country, you have a right to do it. But don't be a wimp and go over somewhere else and then be an absolute pussy, LeBron. You're a pussy, bro. You got a mangina, and you are going to get your ass reamed every single time. And I hope every single NBA city boos LeBron James every time he touches the ball. He is public enemy number one in America. He is an absolute disgrace to this country. Disgraceful. I need somebody to look up the Sixers schedule. I want to know. I'm going to circle that date, and I'm going to get... I'm going to get, I'm going to get uh, flatbed trucks. I'm going to get bullhorns. I'm going to be out there. I'm going to be right in front of the, of the player's entrance before the game when LeBron James comes in and gets all walking down there and has his headphones on and his communist Chinese shirts on and his Mao Zedong shirt and his Che Guevara shirt. I'll be there waiting for you, LeBron. I'll be there reminding you that you are an un-American fool. Damn right. Anyway, January 25th? Is that when he's coming to town? January 25th. Mark it down. Oh, ESPN's already starting to rehabilitate his image. They did like a a five-minute open today, and then even Stephen A. Smith, that they're already off him, you know? Hey, yeah, uh, he's, yeah, he's, hey. Oh, by the way, here's a nice puff piece on LeBron James. Let's now get back to Laker licking and NBA sucking 24-7 because LeBron told us to, and we must obey our masters in Beijing. Damn right. You know I'll be there because there'll be a lot of cameras with me because, you know, Asians love having cameras everywhere. They were the first people to understand the importance of having a camera on you at all time. Long before cell phone cameras were a thing, Robin, what was the one thing you can always count on when you saw Asian tourists anywhere? Oh, they had the big camera, the big cannon, right? In, they right would in have room. the best cameras. Yes. Only the be- oh, Believe yeah. me, when I feel <laughs> it's like Trump now. Let me t- believe me, when, th- that, you can, that you can believe. What is it that Trump says all the time? Um, I don't At know. At the end, he always finishes his sentence with, and that, you know, is that that's what well, Joe Biden is now is. Fact is, the fact is. The fact is, the Asians have the best cameras, Robin. They have the best cameras, and they use them, and they use them well. Well, and now I think I think <laughs> the the phones that I can tell you that's what it is. Pizzeria one says that, that I, can I can tell you. That's what Trump ends with, oh, okay. and that I can tell you. And uh, I think in in uh, all the the phones that had good cameras were all made in China, exactly. And Japan originally. Now, is the new uh, iPhone with the three cameras, and uh, is that made in China? It's pretty much everything's made in China. I think so. I mean, Apple. I mean, I don't know. Apple, That's the problem. Factories That's why it's, it's laughable. No one's even mentioned this. I noticed it yesterday that the Lakers have the Wish thing on here. Yes. You know what? And I never even uh, I saw it immediately. I didn't associate it with the company Wish. I was just like, oh, you know, Make-A-Wish Foundation. No, it's not Make-A-Wish. I get it. I get it. Make-A-Wish is a charity. Right. LeBron James doesn't believe in charity unless somebody gives him money and then so he can stand up on a stage and make it look like he's taking money out of his own pocket. Did you read that story from the sister of somebody that LeBron had fired when he was first starting out? Yes, in Cleveland. Yeah. Exactly. He's a bad guy. Yeah. He's he's a bad human being, and I'm glad he's being exposed. I'm glad some legitimate journalists are taking the time out to look through, to, to vet him. 
not uh, not just put him on a throne because he calls himself King James. He is Pawn James. Yeah, he has gone from king to pawn. What's the lowest? What's the lowest ranking on a chessboard? No, on a chessboard, isn't it pawn? pawn. The pawn is lowest. LeBron ranking. James has gone from king to pawn in world record time. So he will always be referred to now as Pawn James. Pawn James. Now, Beerback is saying if... Uh, if Asians have the best cameras, why is their porn all blurry? That's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> it's not all blurry. It's just the good parts are blurred out. <laughs> Darn we, it. You know, we, we, this is another good one. Don Juan, double seven two zero says, LeBron's an Uncle Pawn. Ooh, you know, when your Uncle Tom, yeah, any yes. black person who dares uh, no, you know, not to fall in line with right. the, the group think... You're an Uncle Tom, man. Right. Like LeBron, you're but an I uncle. I like Uncle Pawn. You're He's an Uncle Pawn, bro. You're Uncle Pawn, bro. Pizzeria one. Not, Not Uncle, uncle Rico. <laughs> uncle Rico. <laughs> That's probably another porn, isn't it? No, Uncle Rico's one of those mob <laughs> figures on oh. one of those stupid uh, greaseball shows that all these people <laughs> like. Yeah, I mean, Uncle Rico. Oh, I feel so much better the way. That guy. Yeah, exactly. I ran to the restroom feel much, much better. Just thought you'd ever, everybody would like to know. Oh. Robin, really? You got to, I had to announce it. You had to announce it? You because just peed? People, people everybody feels better when they hold it in and they finally get to go to the bathroom. It's people not a, were concerned. They were asking. You know, they Jesus. were saying that uh, if you have to go, you got to go. And I was like, I got to go. <laughs> or maybe an uncle. No, I like Uncle Pon. Uncle no, but you know, you know what the Chinese currency is, right? Y-U-A-N. Not Uncle Juan, Uncle Juan. Is because some of, the China, some of the protesters in Hong Kong, did you see it? They had the, the picture of LeBron's crying face, yes. an actual real picture of him crying, and then they were holding a Chinese Juan, like 100. I don't know how much ah. it's worth over there. Probably a well, couple of know, earbuds, maybe some LeBron James knockoff sneakers. You know they have the facial recognition cameras all over um, Yeah, China, China absolutely. And because that's freedom. That's the kind of freedom LeBron James doesn't have in this country. LeBron Can James doesn't have story? that kind. He, he, this, he's so much more oppressed here than those people in Hong Kong Can are. I tell you a story? Because I yes. did not, when I first started reading about the, uh, <laughs> the facial recognition cameras and the social uh, social... What, how do they call it? It's something social social responsibility points that everybody gets, and you get deducted and, and um, in China. And for those of you who don't know, when I first read about this, I thought, oh, this is not real. This is like some kind of uh, sci-fi movie plot. There's no way that this is actually real. And then I found out my ex-husband works for Google. Right. And Is he um, a communist sympathizer, too? No. Okay. But he, he had a intern, not an intern, it was a new employee that was working, and she didn't work that far from, from but she never drove her car. Even, so so she was, she was, it was far enough away that a walk to work was not exactly convenient. Right. And he asked her one day, he's like, wouldn't it, there's free parking, you have a car, why don't you drive to work? And she says, oh, no, I can't. Um, I'll, I'll lose points. And he's like, what the heck? Like, are, what, are, what are you talking about? Uh, and she explained that even in the United States, she, because she is not a U.S. citizen, she's still a Chinese citizen, they track her on her phone on her phone how many steps she takes per day mm -hmm. um and wow 
is that not crazy? And, and if she doesn't take enough steps per day, it gets subtracted from her social responsibility account. And there are all sorts of ways that are affected, like her purchasing power, her, all these different things back home in China are affected by how she acts. It's crazy. It is. Well, one thing I was looking for when I woke up this morning, the first thing, because I didn't get to see the debate last night because I'm watching sports. We were out, and then I come back, and I start. And I wanted to know where I can get some coupons for the stock market. Mm-hmm. Because apparently Joe, Th- uh, Joe, not Joe Theismann, Joe Biden last night was talking about how people are clipping their coupons for the stock market. And so I what? didn't realize I can get coupons because, you know, I like I to know. clip coupons. You do. You know, I love coupons. I used to wait to get the Sunday paper for it. Then I realized I was wasting uh, Sunday papers and spending money on a paper that I wasn't going to read anyway, except, you know, except for the coupon. Now you get those delivered to you, so you don't even have to buy the papers anymore. And I didn't even realize that you could clip coupons to buy stocks now. I wonder if Dean, (laughs) you know, Dean is our resident stock market expert. Even Big Sexy now is a get to the point, Robin. You hear that? The big, sexy 69 cent? I thought that I did the point already. That they're tracking. I like Steve. Really Tony, tra- you sound like a Republican. No, you know what I sound like, Steve? An American. You think like a communist. You, If you think like LeBron James, you're a communist. Do you understand the difference between? There's no, there's no party affiliation here. I'm an American, Free and I'm speech. proud to be an American. What was really, to me, what was really moving was watching maybe you the live, protesters. Maybe Detroit, maybe Detroit doesn't have free speech anymore. What was, to me, what was really moving was watching the protesters in Hong Kong actually singing the United States anthem. Uh, sing, singing yeah. the Star Spangled Banner because they're, they, they believe in freedom of speech. They believe in the United States concept of freedom. And they're not, that's what's being threatened to be taken away from them. Well, apparently not, because LeBron is all-knowing. Okay, <laughs> we need to make a pact. No more LeBron. All right. Okay. But I got a rip, Steve, in Detroit, saying I sound like a Trump voter. No, I sound like an American, Steve. Anybody who makes that about Trump or anything else, you're an idiot. Let me just tell you this. We love you, Steve. You're one of our, li- our regular loyal listeners. <laughs> but when you throw out Trump and Republican shit, you're just another moron. You're just another more because you have no ability to think beyond, wow, Tony's ripping LeBron James, a proven communist sympathizer, and now I'm a Republican and I'm a Trump apologist for sticking up for my country? You want me to stick up for China? Steve, would you like me to? I can get you some, uh, I'll give you some stuff on Wish. How about that? I'll go on Wish. Go on to Wish.com and pick out some nice earbuds. Or buy some sneakers for a dollar. And then wait in the mail, and then you'll get that nice package. They should start putting LeBron James on the stamps in China now. I believe his face will be on the Chinese stamps when you get that package from Wish. Direct from China. I'm not making this up. Am I wrong here, Robin? No. So if you, I'm sorry. If you think this is about Trump, I love how people always when you say something from the heart, which has nothing to do with politics, all of a sudden, oh, you sound like Trump. I couldn't even think of the line that Trump uses every time he says something, and I had to have somebody help me say it. So get off that crap, Steve. Get off that crap. Damn it. Are you a communist bastard too now? 
You're a communist, Steve. Let me just, here's what I'll do. Steve in Detroit is a communist. God, I didn't really want to find that out, but he's just exposed himself today on the show. Steve, I didn't really want to go there, but you gave me no choice. You, you basically told us how you feel about America. Isn't Detroit still? I know it's right across the bridge from Windsor, Ontario. I know it. I've been to Detroit. I love Detroit. Are you a communist? You have your Che, your che shirt today? You got that? You got your Che? Would you like me to send you some Chairman Mao gear? I can send you a replica Tiananmen Square tank if you'd like one. Then you can play with it in your house, run it back and forth when you're watching the Lions get screwed on Monday Night Football again. Ridiculous, man. I got to give Steve one of these, and I don't like to do it to our great <laughs> listeners, Robin. They are our consu- they are our best customers. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> can we just be nice? Can we just be nice to everybody? Uh, listen, nobody can joke around or be more self-deprecating. Who's more self-deprecating than me, Robin? Anybody? Other than me? You're not self-deprecating, Robin. Absolutely. No, you're, not. you're not self-deprecating. I have to be around you. You're like the female LeBron. <laughs> <sighs> Key Bob says, Steve got hit in the head one too many times by an octopus at a Red Wings game. Oh. Oh, that's great. Octopi knowledge right there. Them he give him a roaring round of applause. Octopi. And by the way, I like octopi. octopi is the plural of octopus. I know. Except Although, octopussy, which is the James Bond movie. That was only, only one. one. There's only one octopussy, but there's only one octomom, too. But can't you say Shouldn't oct- the octomom sue octopussy? <laughs> I like octopussies. Can I say that? Absolutely. You can say whatever you want, Robin, except we're not in Hong Kong. We're not in China. We're in the good old USA. We can still say what we want. At least until the next year or so. As long as I have my freedom, I'm going to exercise it. How about that? Can we all agree that we should all be able to say what we feel? Can can we agree with that right now? Yes, yes. Are you feeling me, by the way? I'm feeling you. (laughs) Not Octomom, though. yeah. Is she still active, the Octomom? I don't know. (laughs) I... The last time... We checked in with her. Didn't she say that she wanted more children? I don't know. She I can't like follow all this crap. Of them or I can't crazy. follow my own life. You think I'm following reality show losers who people somehow gravitate to and they become stars and celebrities? It's ridiculous. Anyway, let's get back to the business. We're in the Peacock People's Republic of Ben Salem. <laughs> Come on, man. This is Bucks County. This ain't Delco here. We're in Bucks County, Robin, in the beautiful Parks Casino. I'm still so impressed with these big screen TVs up there. They're so beautiful. They're huge. How- even, even, can you turn the camera around? Because we're allowed to show the sports book, Robin. I want yeah. people to see. If you've been to Vegas and you've been to the beautiful houses out there, this is as close to Vegas as you'll ever get. It is absolutely spectacular. And I'm not just saying it because we're here. I'm saying it because it's true. And I defy anybody to tell me where there is a better prettier, more accessible, spectacular Campaign. casino than there is so here those are at, at, big uh, at Parks. TVs. And look, I have it on a Steadicam. So and they can split these, and when there's games on, they can split them and put four, four screens on one big screen. It goes all the way around the room. When you're inside and you're sitting in the beautiful big leather recliner, 
You sit there, you get yourself a cocktail. You sit down, you can order yourself some stuff. It's great. I may, I may just live here on the weekends. I may come in here on Saturdays and be here all day Saturday and all day Sunday and not leave. Except I have to go do the pregame show down at Toll Man Joe's, though, in South Philly. It's beautiful. Now, I'm not hating on, listen, I'm not hating on Delco. As long as Lou Turks is still operational and open for business, there will never be any Delco disses on this program. I love all the, uh, the Tri-County area. All right, meanwhile, sports, politics, LeBron, and somehow I'm a communist. Great segment. <laughs> listen, as R. Kelly, another learned man, once said, Use your common sense. Exactly. That's all I want you to do. Use your common sense. And most importantly... Is this camera on me? Yes, it is. Is it on me? Now, we have it on, we're actually up on one of the screens here, yes, too, in the casino, right, Robin? We are. We are. We are. Did you do the panorama? Uh, I did not get behind me. Let me see if I can get it behind me right here. Voila. So we can... If, if you're here, you're sitting at the bar, you can watch us live and see the stream chat. Absolutely. So there it is. And now, AJ's checking in from the farm. That's how my son checks in from down in Maryland, down near Chestertown, down near uh, yeah, it's funny Kent because Island area. Uh, I said it for you. There, you have a special ringtone for him that whenever he calls, wait, what music does it play? It's something about I gone fishing. Yeah, you're making him sound like a redneck. It's some country <laughs> redneck fishing song. Are you suggesting that my son AJ, a a man about town who can do all things like I can? is some sort of a redneck who lives in the country with chickens just because he lives in the country with chickens out there in the acreage There's down there in beautiful Maryland. being a redneck. Maryland. Not all. I mean, <sighs> rednecks have gotten a bad rap because of a few, few a-holes, but most people that live in the South that would consider themselves rednecks, they're very nice, wonderful people. Exactly. They're fine people on both sides, Robin. The rednecks and the non-rednecks. Yes. But anyway, let's get back to the business. What day is it today by any way, Robert? What is it, Z? It's Wonton Wednesday. Wonton Wednesday. Wonton Wednesday. Wonton Wednesday. I forbid. Well, no, I was, I was, that's the old LeBron. I know. He's going to change. He's going to get his kids now. He's going to put them in nice Nero I'm jackets. I'm so tired of the, hearing the And word he's going LeBron. to say, all right, kids, Seriously. what are we going to have now? Shh. Wonton Wednesday. No more. I, I challenge you to not bring his name up again. Robin, how dare you? Hey. You think I'm going to sit here and have you push me around and tell me what to say or think? Do you know, by the way, do you know where <laughs> the word redneck came from? I mean, it's pretty obvious. Yeah, farmers who used to get a tan. It's like when guys who go play golf now who are millionaires, they're rednecks too because they wear their golf right, shirts and then they get was, the tan around here. It's, it's on Twitch. We're, we're live right now. We're doing now. it live right now, sir. We are live right now. We are live. We're local, national, late-breaking, the station of the people. And don't forget, we have a bomb cyclone coming up. I think bomb cyclone is the, the featured drink here today inside Ooh, the park. I'm going to have to try one of those. I love that. I love the weather terms now. Bomb cyclone. That's what they're calling the storm that's moving up. It's going to be nasty out there, Robin. We may not be able to leave tonight and go back home. We may be stuck here and have to hunker down in Ben Salem for well, the Well, you know what? If there is a place to be stuck for uh, and not being able to get out due to weather, 
this is pretty well, good. Well, there's a Holiday Inn right across the street. It's nice. It's got uh, the green. These chairs look like they're really, really comfortable. Yeah, I can crash. They'd let me probably, crash in here. I can sleep. I can crash sleep. in one of those. And then, uh, and then Do they recline? Food? They fully recline. They're beautiful leather uh, chairs, but. I don't know how far back they go. They, they go do back far enough to me. I can just sleep on the carpet. I wonder if they have massage in there. That would be awesome. I think you can get one of those in Ben Salem down the street. <laughs> I think Fishers on Wednesday nights, they have uh, not just, I have Fishers. Fishers has other stuff going on over there. Fishers, the other kind of Fishers? Yeah, no, Fishers. I thought it was closed. People were telling me that Fishers, which used to be a big pickup joint for, for uh, Milfs and uh, Cougars, was closed. We yeah, drove you, by you there the other night. It looked like it was still open. I don't know. I need some I local see, knowledge here. I did not see any um, uh, cars <laughs> in the parking lot. Bing Sexy 69 says, if he brings up King J- first of all, Pawn James. If you're going to say his right. name, say it right. Pawn James. Get it right. If he brings up Pawn James, cut his mic, Robin. Seriously. I'm going to do it. And Dean, I haven't seen Dean on yet. I want to know where I can get these coupons so I can buy more stocks today. As Joe, you know, Joe Biden said, you get people clipping their coupons to buy stocks. They have a buy one get one day. Ooh, <laughs> I'm all over that. Can we do like a uh, uh, what do they call that? Extreme stock exchange couponing. Yeah, I want to be. We should start that show. Extreme couponing at the Dow, and you walk down Wall Street where we've been many times. You pass the bull. And you go right down there and you go into the New York Stock Exchange and you start screaming, buy, buy, buy. And all these crazy guys are throwing stuff around and screaming at each other. And the place is all littered with confetti at the end of the day. And then some schlub comes in and sweeps it up and they start again the next morning. Fairweather Marvin says, my brother lives in Ben Salem. He's got couches. See, we're, we're covered. So it's Michael's that's closed. Was that place Fisher's or Michael's that we passed on Street Road? Fisher's. Are you sure? Yes. I didn't see Michaels. <laughs> Milfs and Cougars, are we talking about a fitness uh, spin class or soul cycle? We talk about everything on this show. But anyway, so, and as I mentioned to you, the day, this is one of those save the tape things, Robin, and I don't remember the date now. Did you write it down? The day after the Major League Baseball season ended. Right. The Anaheim, Los Angeles, Disneyland adjacent Angels were the first team to announce that they were firing their manager, who was only there for one year, Brad Osmus. Brad Osmus. Brad Osmus, former player, Angel manager, one season, gets fired the very day that the season ends. And, of course, the Anaheim Angels, Angels season ended in, like, July. And poor Mike Trout had to sit, sit around and get in, and then finally leave and come back and watch the Eagles games once he got the hell out of Anaheim. Dean, Dean goes, did someone say stocks? <laughs> <laughs> so Fisher's is the catering place, and Michael's is the other. I get all okay. the uh, I get all the Ben Salem Bucks County pickup club. I used to know the Boulevard. There were all those. Uh, Motel, motels, the one where they showed the porno movies right behind the theater there uh-huh. on the boulevard. There was a big drive-in theater. And then in the end, the final days of that drive-in, they started showing X-rated movies. Oh, yeah? And if you were, like, in the right spot, I believe there used to be, like, a ground round in the parking lot there. Remember ground round? Do they still have those? Oh, so if you went to the parking lot next door, you could Yeah, s- if you were in the right certain- angle, in the right spot. But you wouldn't be able to hear it, though. doesn't matter. You, you really need to read the di- You need to hear dialogue in a porno. It was on a gigantic screen. All you got to do is pull into the parking lot, and you sit there in your car, and you're watching 
I mean humongous big porn. Keith Richmond 126 <laughs> says, In of the Dove. In of the Dove was beautiful. I used to go there a lot with my ex-wife. Really? Yeah. Why would you go with your ex-wife? I mean, She was you my s- wife at the time. Yeah, I know. You're going to sneak away. You go. I would go, to a, I would go to Valley Forge, and they would have the fantasy suites up there. They'd have the, uh, you know, you get away for a, a night. That's what you did when you were married back in the day. Oh. Now you just go away and get away from your wife and husband for the weekend. Back then, you went out to place. You went to Inn of the Dove. You got the fake log and the fake fireplace. Is that the? And then you'd light up the. the uh, is the Inn of the Dove the one where they have the uh, champagne bathtub? They all have. They have the. They have the big jacuzzi tubs. All the, the Inn of the Dove. They're not. They're not. Uh, they're not theme suites. They're all basically are all one floor, so it's not multiple levels. Okay. So you pull in, and they're all over the place. And then you pull out. No, not that. That's that's <laughs> later in the night after you get the cheap bottle of Andre. So they put a bottle of Andre. Fake champagne in your room. Uh-huh. They give you one of those. Uh, what are those logs called? The, the, you know the ones that you like the paper. Oh, the, and then and it crackles. No, it doesn't crackle. No, you got to pay extra for the crackle, oh. Rob. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you bring your own. You bring your own Nestle's crackle bars in there. Oh, what are those? The, the fire. The fire logs. The, what are they called? Du- it starts with a D. Duraflame. Thank Duraflame, you. Thank yeah. you, Jack Speed. So they give you a Duraflame log. They got the VHS tape because you know they didn't before they had all the uh, online porn. We uh-huh. didn't. They would give you actual like choices of VHS tapes to slide oh, in. No way. To make things when things got a little more romantic, and then you had the or fake. Or if you needed so, a little so you extra had the Doraflame log going, and that would last you like four hours, which is pretty much all the time you needed before you either fell asleep or got up and went the hell home for the night. It's a romantic getaway, Robin. But then you had the Valley it's Forge. It's a completely foreign concept to me. Are you? They, they don't have these kinds of places in California. Of course they do. You know what they have in California, which I always talked about going to and never <laughs> managed to get to, is they had a hot tub place in uh, San Jose. Was it San Jose? But it was like a, it, was, it was private rooms with different themed hot tubs. Is that where uh, Eddie Murphy's character used to go in on Saturday Night Live? I don't <laughs> know. I put my foot in yeah, the hot yeah. tub. What is it? <laughs> No, that was and and I forget what it was called and it was it was it was all peaceful, you know, you were supposed oh, yeah, to it was, yeah, but everybody yeah. knew what everybody was doing in the room. <laughs> yeah, the good thing is back then we didn't bring in the uh the ultraviolet lights before. Yeah. Now when you go to a hotel, even nice joints, you got to have one of those purple ultraviolet oh, yeah. lights. But if you actually did that, how many hotels know. would you actually stay in? If you had a black light and you went in there, any. I mean, it's it's really. If you think about it, it's almost impossible to clean everything. I mean, obviously, you expect expect the sheets to be cleaned. Yes, but at least. But they're. Listen, I don't want to even look at. I don't even want to put a black light on our beds in our house. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Well, we we (laughs) anyway. Enough about that. Let's get back to the business, Robin. It is a wonton Wednesday. What up, Wednesday? Here we're live, mm-hmm. and we're doing a doubleheader. For those of you just joining us, we're going to go to four o'clock here. Yes. And then we're going to take a two-hour break. Go get some grub. They got great food here. Mm-hmm. Some big mm-hmm. chickies in the back, which we used to come and do shows many, many times. I remember one of the shows that we did here when we were in California and flew back to Philly. Yeah. There was a huge show for us. I don't remember if it was a holiday or what. It was around Halloween. Oh, yes, no, or Christmas. it was, it was Christmas, Christmas Eve Eve. That's the that's where. Right. That's how the whole Christmas Eve Eve party started. Yes. So we flew back and we yes. figured, how many people are going to be here on Christmas Eve? On Christmas Eve Eve, Eve. big chicken and Pete's in the back here at Parks Casino. Yep. Before they had this part, this is all new here. 
the you know obviously the casino gambling and, and I the, think that they've changed the, the configuration now that they have the play yes. two there as well but in the back of the Chickies and Pete's on one side was this big round uh, uh, area that had a stage for when they had like bands or whatever playing and so they put us back there and the place was the absolutely place was mobbed. I mean, it was crazy. It, it was a was, great, great, great night. It was such an amazing night. We stayed. We must have had to stay for, not had to, we stayed for an additional two hours just so that you could sign autographs afterwards. Yeah, it was a lot it of fun. It was unbelievable. I love, we love going out and meeting the people and seeing people. You can come on out here if you want to hang out if you're in the Philadelphia area. You know, come out tonight. We got action. We got hockey action you know, going on. So we got NBA ago. games. We got college football. I mean, you're going to miss... If you, you're going to miss South Alabama at Troy tonight, you can get action on that game. 8 o'clock start tonight at Troy. Not Helen of Troy and not Troy Aikman. Benny, and not Troy Aiken. Benny Bovada is saying, uh, I haven't been to the book yet. Can you show the rest of the sports book? I'm online at the book every night. This is absolutely. So I'm, I'm telling you, and I'm not making this up. And if anybody, I, you, I, want, I defy anybody to come here and tell me that I'm, I'm embellishing this. I'm making stuff up. I've been to every casino pretty much in Las Vegas. I've been to the MGM. I've been to Wynn. I've been to all the great places. I mean, the it Palazzo, is. The Palazzo. You name it, This Bellagio. entire place that I'm showing right now, this is the sports book. It's huge. Um, we, it, is, it is at least two or three times larger than the sports book at MGM in Vegas. Yep. If you've ever been there. I mean, this is, this is a fantastic, Full bar here. Place. You can TVs everywhere. Screens everywhere. And the other good thing is that they have kiosks, too. So if you want to bet, you don't even have to be in the sports book. So they have kiosks. You sit there, you slide your money in, and then you pick out your parlays. You, yeah, you pick out one. all the bets. I did a parlay yeah. already. And you know what I did it on? I did a future bet on the AFC and NFC championship. So I picked, you know, you pick the teams. Yes, you know who I picked, Robin? A $10 parlay. Yes, I'm a big spender. But I'm getting great odds. I'm getting great odds. I took the San Francisco 49ers. Uh-huh. To win the NFC Championship, and I'm getting good odds on them right now. And I took the Houston Texans in the AFC. $10 parlay future bet for the AFC and NFC Championship games. Now, right now, if you go online and you go to parkscasino.com forward slash PA. Right. Now, remember, just like the previous era when you can only – bet in New Jersey by being in New Jersey right. when, when uh, online casino gambling online on your phone was, was available. You could only do it if you lived in New Jersey or if you, would, you were in Pennsylvania, you had to drive physically into New Jersey to place a bet. Correct. Now in Pennsylvania with the Parks app, you can do it from your phone here. But you, have to be, you, ha you only can do it in Pennsylvania. So if you're in New Jersey, that's on the app. You come here, you can be from anywhere and come in here and bet. Correct. But if you want to bet on the phone online and you can do anything, you can do you know, parlays, teasers. But you get um, you get up to a $500 risk-free bet if you use the promo code WAGER, W-A-G-E-R. Wager? Yeah, I didn't even kiss her. W-A-G-E-R um, on parkscasino.com forward slash PA. You know what I love about when you come to the casino? I haven't done this in a long time because I would do this in Vegas all the time. You walk in, and then you get the big sheets here. And you got, look, look what I got here. I got foot, NCAA football. Look at all those games. Look at all those games, Robin. Look at that action. Wait, but that, but they're on both sides. But wait, there's more. This is just college football. Look. Front side, back side. 
And I like the backside myself. But, hey, baby's got back. You better have a good back if you want me to look at your backside. I ain't looking at no flat asses. So here you go. You got college football. What else you got? You got NFL football, all the games. You know, you know what else we got here, Robin? I got a full sheet on tonight's action, too. You know where? Where? In the National Hockey League tonight, everybody. We got hockey This Pittsburgh Penguin-Colorado Avalanche game is screaming at me right now, Robin. In Pittsburgh. And if I have any NF NHL experts out there that can help me, I'm going to put in a, I want to do like a four-team hockey teaser tonight. Teaser? And there's a ton of games tonight. You got the Dallas Stars at the Columbus Blue Jackets. You got the Maple Leafs at the Washington Capitals. Flyers against the Edmonton Oiler Kings coming off a tough loss in Calgary last night. Buffalo at Anaheim, Carolina at the Shark. Tampa Bay Lightning at the Boston Bruins. Dean's head will explode watching that game tonight. Dean, of course, a Boston apologist in all sports. But now he's got his Tampa Bay Lightning, a really good team that he roots for down there in Tampa Bay. And he's got his hometown Boston Bruins. What will he do in that game? Will he just absolutely slap himself in the face every period? Imagine being a fan of Tampa Bay, where obviously he's been there since the Lightning came into existence. So he's a legitimate fan. Right. He's a great hockey fan. He loves hockey. And then he's got the Boston Bruins. What's the over-under on the puck? What's the puck line on that? Let me see what we got here. So the Lightning are minus 104 on the money line, which is pretty much even money. The Bruins are plus one eight, minus 118. So you've got to lay $118 on the Boston Bruins. And then uh, you have to lay $104 to win 100 on Tampa Bay. So it's not a really big risk. And the reward's not that great either. That's why you got to do teasers. you got to mix up a couple of these teams. you got to pick some good hot action right now, which I always look for, whether it's gambling, whether it's uh, entertainment. It's got to be hot action because I'm all about that action, boss. So anyway, I got them here. Anybody has any tips? Wants me to put, now I'm not going to start putting in bets for people. Who are no, say, no, hey, no. Tony, can you do a four-team? Like Trevor from the 203. Avs, Stars, Leafs, Bolts, Parlay. Tampa Bay, Boston, take the over. No, every game doesn't have a puck line, though, yet. For example, most of the puck lines are five and a half. Well, over total goals. Five and a half. Six and a half on a cup. Colorado, Pittsburgh, the over-under, six and a half goals. I think the biscuit's going to be in the basket a lot tonight, Robin. And the puck lines are pretty much across the board, plus one and a half or minus one and a half. And that's where you get screwed in these puck lines. The puck line, for example, if you want to bet on the Columbus Blue Jackets tonight on the puck line, uh-huh. you get one and a half pucks, plus one and a half, minus 335 you got to bet 335 bucks to win 100 on the puck line? Oh, no. Get the puck out of here with that stuff, man. I ain't playing that. you got to look for dogs. you got to look for dogs, and that's how you win these teasers and parlays, man. Right? Am I right? you got to hit the dogs, man. you got to pick favorites. Everybody betting on favorites, man. You're not going to make any money betting on favorites. Let me just tell you that right now. Just tell you that right <laughs> now. <laughs> 
And you got to wait for the starting goal. John from Abington knows. You got to wait for the starling go- goalies for the puck lines. Oh, they have puck lines already up for the first. Uh, for the first, let's see. One, two, three, four, five. For the first six games, the puck lines are already up, and so are the total goals and the money lines. The money lines are up for every team, and we'll find out later on on all the other stuff. But we'll be here tonight when all these games start. We're here watching action this afternoon. They got You can bet on everything here. You can bet on soccer. You can bet on rugby. Did you know that, Robin? Dude. Bet on rugby here. And, of course, baseball, where there will not be a game tonight, Astros and Yankees rained out in case you missed it. They will play uh, Thursday night, game four, Friday night, game five, both at Yankee Stadium. The weather's been awful, and the weather's not supposed to get much better. We got the bomb cyclone coming, Robin. It sounds like a dessert, doesn't it? It does. Bombs, La you bomba like? cyclone. Now, you just had the eight-ounce filet, and, of course, you had to have the hollandaise on the side. Yes. Are you a hollandaise or are you a... I am a saucy girl. I love hollandaise. Well, I know sauce. about saucy, but I'm saying when you get a steak... First of all, you don't get ketchup or any steak sauce. The only place you put, like, steak sauce on a steak is, like, Ponderosa, just to try to make it even semi-edible. I'm not a huge steak sauce person. But no, I not, love it's sauce. not about the steaks. I'm not talking about just barbecue sauce or oh, A1 like A1. Yeah. or that kind of stuff. But I'm, I like au jus. Yeah, I that's like what I'm talking about. you got to have a nice... With mushrooms. A hollandaise. The Hollandaise Inn is right across the street, actually. And that's later if you get lucky. But you I really love- get lucky in the casino and you want to go across the street, you I- go to the Hollandaise Inn. <laughs> I am just a... I love luck. <laughs> Speaking of Holland, <laughs> Holland la- d- uh, Day's End. Did you read that story? Yes. You think we're whack jobs in this country. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, and yes. we've known this for a long time. As I say many, many times... When people talk about colonizers and people going in and taking over other countries and destroying the people who are there, which has been going on since Adam and Eve days. The Dutch, let's be honest, Robin. Fact is, the Dutch have been, and this is a small country. This isn't China. This isn't Russia. This isn't the United States of America. This is one little crappy piece of Europe. It has a lot of dykes and, uh, and, and, uh, and straight women, too, sometimes. And they got a lot of windmills, and they got a lot of uh, lagoons, and they got a lot of boats and weed and hookers and a couple of museums that may interest you if you ever go there. And, of course, the tulips on your organ, which you can get in the red light district as well for an additional charge. But what the Dutch also have going for them, Robin, they are the true colonizers. They are the true pillagers plunderers along with the the Spaniards, the Dutch, the Spaniards. Not Arnie Spanier, of course, uh, on SB Nation Radio, I think. They got it out of their system. They pillaged and plundered the entire world. Anybody who could get in a boat in Holland was out pretty much, they didn't know where they were going. They would just get in a boat, get a bunch of idiots to row the boat, hope that the wind would blow and that the sails would take it. And then they would see land, and they'd say, land ho. And somebody in the back would say, I ain't no ho. Let's just get there and plunder this place and throw in the damn Dutch flag. Yes. And we'll get some Dutch masters later on and smoke a doobie. (laughs) And we'll take that Dutch master Philly's blunt, and then we'll get some weed because that's what we do in Holland. if you think about it, though, the Dutch, (laughs) it is such a small, small, small country comparatively. Yet, at one point, they had colonized 
like they had colonized uh, Africa. They colonized uh, yeah. Indonesia. They colonized. Don't forget the French. The French. Oh, I know. The Romans back in the day. I mean, you know, you got to go way back. I mean, Genghis Khan and the Romans and those people, they were savages. Every, well, they were just, sa- Long just, before the Yankee manager was a savage and had a bunch of savages in his clubhouse. The great Brett Boone. Let's just say. We had savages roaming the world. Can we just all just accept the fact that at one point or another, somebody colonized another location, another country, for pretty much ever since humans existed? That was the whole point was trying to conquer somebody else. And it isn't until recent history that that has stopped, although there are still some places that are continuing to do that. But most. But you know what it is? We romantic. it's, It's interesting. That people got mad at Columbus Day because, you know, it says Columbus came here and colonized and got rid of the That's indigenous people. That's what they people. did back then. That's what everybody, Every, did. everybody did. That's what the Dutch were doing, the Spaniards were doing, the, the French, the yeah. Italians. Everybody was. Everybody before did the, it. Before they had boats, they were just going across countries and plundering. <laughs> Genghis Khan was taking over all and of here, How do you think we got Khan's Mongolian barbecue in these malls? Actually, if it wasn't for Genghis Khan, we wouldn't have the big Mongolian barbecues or that big Flat iron thing. If you've ever, God, those are awesome. If you've ever <laughs> taken the time to uh, look at uh, American Indian history, uh, the Indian nations were. I said Brett Boone. It's Aaron Boone, obviously, is the savage manager of the New York Yankees. The American. And I know all these guys when they were kids, and their dad, Bob Boone, was the man was actually the catcher for the Phillies when they won the World Series in nineteen. Yeah, play action reel. Here comes our history lesson of okay. the day. Yes, your history lesson of the day. If you look at American Indian history, they were pillaging and plundering each other as well. They was they were trying to you know uh, er- eradicate each other. Exactly, that's what so. you do. You you anyway. divide and conquer. You go in. You say, hey, there's five of you. There's ten of us. We're kicking your asses, just like the manager of the St. Louis Cardinals, Mike Schilt, said. We're going to kick their asses. We're going to come in here and beat the shit out of them, <laughs> and that's what we're going to do. And then you go in and you get swept. And then you go home and you don't talk that stuff anymore. And I love Doug McGregor goes, forget it. Tony's on a roll. <laughs> yeah, I should just know. When Tony's on a roll, I should try to not even talk. Um, Everybody was kung fu we fighting. We were talking about the Netherlands. Yes. And the cra- speaking of Holland Day. And well, the Dutch. It started off with Holland Days, which See to how me this all works? reminded me of Holland End of Days. Yes. And there is a Holland End of Days story yes, there is. that just came out yesterday, which and if you thought crazy. these climate nutcases who are putting their heads in the sand and dancing around like nutcases and lunatics all over the place, God bless them. You do whatever you want. You stick your, you know, there were people actually on a beach somewhere sticking their heads in sand. Did you see that video? No. Yeah. The cli- these climate, these, what is it called? Extinction revolution. These are the people that are out there dressed up like Brussels sprouts. And there, were, there was one guy had a Brussels sprout head on in no. Washington, D.C. Yeah. Good choice, though. I would hope. I was hoping somebody would put him in, in, in so it would blanch him in hot water, and then pour a little bit of. Then the Salt Bay guy would come out, sprinkle a little salt, a little garlic, and then some olive oil, and then bam, that Brussels sprout guy. That wasn't Brussels sprout. It was a. Uh, it was uh, asparagus. Uh, broccoli. <laughs> it was a broccoli head. It was a nice head, too. You know the kind you want to get when you go in the supermarket and then you just yeah, cut yeah, them yeah, instead yeah. of getting all that wasted material at the just bottom. Just a head for just, just a, a broccoli. Just the broccoli crowns, we call them. Oh, the crowns. The broccoli crowns. That's the best part. That's yeah. the creme de la I creme. I think it I, I don't remember, you know, saying, hey, I only want the heads. 
Crowns, crowns. That does sound right. About. But anyway, back to Holland days, end of days. Let's get back to Holland, Rob. Let's get it back to the Netherlands, shall so, we? huge story just came out that in the southern part of the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. Um, a, Do they call that like South Philly? Do they call it the South of Holland? Uh, no, they call them by, by the provinces. So this is in Drenthe, which uh, is where? Drenthe. Drenthe. Uh, yeah, Drenthe. Isn't that one of those uh, drugs that we see on advertising all the day that can cure some kind of an yes, ailment? Yes, yeah. except it causes loose stools. So you know, yeah, you we don't be want careful. that. <laughs> so um, anyway, <laughs> a uh, a guy shows up around 25 years old. Shows up at a, bo- a local bar. So a Dutch dude, a 25 year old Dutch dude, and he looks all disheveled. He well, has like, a really don't long most beard. Dutch people look disheveled in Holland? No. God, I need to take you there. Stop having all these insane ideas. These are compliments. What are you talking about? No. You think that everybody <laughs> walks around with wooden shoes and... Robin has wooden shoes, I, authentic Dutch wooden I shoes. I do, but I don't walk around in them. You know well, what they were made for, right? <laughs> they were made for gardening. That's where the clog idea came from with the uh, the, the plastic and rubber well, ones. Well, they were made for walking in muck. Exactly. So whether that is gardening or most, in, in this particular case, it's usually cow shit. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> because it doesn't stick. But anyway, I digress. So there's a 25-year-old that shows up at a local bar. Now he's a local he's a, guy, though. He's not. From, he's not a foreigner. Nobody right? knew who he was. Yeah, okay. he's, he, he speaks. Flu, you know, he spoke fluent Dutch. So he didn't go to friends because everybody would know his name if right. they were friends no, nobody, in Holland. Nobody recognized him, and um, he looked a little bit out of it. The bartender was a little concerned. He ordered four beers, drank all. Four, I mean, he did. Wait, how many? Not all be- the time. So he ordered at one time. Yeah. No. 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 He was there for a little while. He didn't speak at first, but he ordered four beers, was sitting there for a while, and then the bartender said he looked he looked a little uh, out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he and that started, was before he started drinking, yeah. right? <laughs> and he started, uh, then he told the story. He goes, um, I could use some help. Uh, I'm not really sure. He looked very confused. I'm not really sure uh, what to do. I don't do. even know the guy's entire no, history just, of his life, Robin. I know, but just He's an unknown dirtbag in Holland. But it turns out that he had escaped out of the basement of a farm. Was he doing a podcast on the Sixers from down and there? He and his siblings had been held for like 15 years. He, They, they were supposedly... They'd gone down there. His mom and dad brought him down there. They put him in the root cellar because these kids were a couple of of turnip heads? No, they said it was the end of days. The world was ending. They'd been down under this underground encampment for like 15 years. So hold on a second. I have the video. Do we have have a little past the Dutchie from the left on down? We need some Dutch. I can't play any music here because I don't have the equipment. I can't play the Dutch uh, one because obviously it's in Dutch and nobody will understand. But this is from The Guardian who went over there and did this little piece. So it's a self, it's a standalone piece. Okay, then why did you have to explain the whole story? Oh, here we go. We played the game hard, we played the game right. No, you're playing the... We finished the shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're playing the Coke Mike Schilt uh, cut again. We're going to kick their asses. Oh, why is that playing? We're going to kick weird. their asses, and then we get swept for straight games. Okay, that was weird. Let's, let's go this. back to Holland, Robin. We're going to Holland. Uh, let me just make sure that this is on. It's an outrage. Yes, it, it is. It is an outrage. Is there we any? We wonen oh. de helemaal niet zo ver vandaan. Yes. Dus uh, we dachten altijd dat er één meneer woonde en dat hij de boel wat aan het opknappen was en zo. We wisten het Robin, this is not this. It's still. It's still. Sorry. I thought it was actually going to be in English, but it's only with English subtitles. Robin, I hate to do it to you. Anyway. All that build up. So you got a couple of guys. 
guy who escapes a root cellar in Holland because his family were a bunch of nutcase uh, end of days group. So I will just a cult. So they're just interviewing some of the neighbors who have seen this farm forever. You know, they go by there. They even the now, Robin. You speak freaky deaky Dutch. Yes, they do. They found six people. Four of them were siblings. A 58-year-old man was arrested um, on the farm that was keeping them down there. But they're trying to figure out what the people in the house were doing. I mean, it was, it's crazy to think that this is, this is not, like, so isolated. This is in a small town. Do you realize what's going on in basements around every city in America? Nuts. The whack jobs in there. Well, the Gary Heidnicks and all these other people. There are whack jobs Philly. everywhere. You know, and, and you talk about serial killers, what they have. How about this abortion doctor in Indiana? They're finding like 3,000 uh, body parts in jars in Jake his basement. Speed. Jake Speed once says, I don't speak freaky deaky Dutch. I know. I, just I, sa- I uh-huh. said that, Robin. You do speak freaky deaky speak- Dutch. Yes, I do. Now, can you uh, translate that? Well, no. Can you speak some Dutch? Yeah. I love it when you speak Dutch. I prefer French because, that, to me, French and Italian are much more. Ik kan Nederlands spreken. Je parle, je parle aussi un peu français. So I can speak both Dutch and German. Oh, good for you! Und und ich kann auch Deutsch sprechen. Now, of course, our buddy Steve. Boring segment. Ain't nobody care. You don't think it's weird that there's, like, people that thought there was the end? Of, like, you would think that they would we hear. We have people here. In, we have people who were doing radio shows in Philadelphia. But after a Who kept putting up, who, who had all these doomsday dates. This is the day we're all going to die. And they would give him airtime, and they would interview this but guy. But seriously, after, I mean, at least one year, you're hearing airplanes going over. You're hearing, you're hearing stuff outside of, and you realize that it wasn't the end of days. Don't you think at some point you go, something is not Well, now, right you know, here. now we only have 10 to 12 years, depending on who you, you know, depending on which line you can get. They should have a line on when, when the climate change is going to destroy and take us all off the planet. Is it going to be 10 years, the over-under? Under 10 years, 10 to 12, 12 to 15. That should be a betting proposition. And then by the time it happens in 10 to 12 years, when Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and all these climate nutcases, and it doesn't happen, then they have to be, then they have to be put up on a stake. They have to get a Salem witch trial treatment. You told us we were all going to be gone. Now you're 40 years old, hon, and we're still here. You Damn lied. It, you lied. We're gonna, and then we're going to have her walk down the streets. Shame. 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 Exactly. Is she gonna have? She gonna walk down naked like the chicken? Uh, was she naked? The chick walking down the street in yes. Game of Thrones? Yes, she was. Not the broad with the with the thing that was going shame, shame, no, shame. No, it was like some kind of a nun shame. figure that's saying that. Shame. But the woman in front of her. Shame. Was uh, was naked and had her head shorn. That's a good word. That's not. It's a good word. Shorn. Sheep get shorn. Yeah. Chicks' heads get shorn. Kujo No says Dutch Brothers Coffee is the best export. No, no it's, not. it's not. Weed is their best. Uh, weed is no, the best. No, 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 no. Tulip the, bulbs are a great export. Tulips are a great export. And I personally love Dutch licorice. I hate those licorices. I know. By the way, we have breaking NFL news, and this is just shows you. We talk about misfortunate people and unfortunate. There is one guy in the National Football League whose career is being ruined before it ever has a chance to begin. 
And what the Miami Dolphins, what the Arizona Cardinals did to him, and now what the Miami Dolphins are doing to him is truly shame. Shame. And that is shame. the young fellow from UCLA, Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen gets drafted by the Arizona Cardinals. Mm-hmm. And he goes to Arizona, and they throw him right into the fire because he was a first-round pick, and he stunk it up. He had no offensive line. His team was an absolute dumpster fire last year. So they fire the whole coaching staff. Yeah, what's it, Bruce Arians, they allowed him to leave. They didn't fire him they, because he was there so long. And they said, hey, we're not going to fire you, Bruce. We'll go get another job somewhere else. And we'll just say, hey, you know, he decided to move on. So what happens? He gets screwed over in Arizona. The fans were all over him. They didn't want to play him. Then they had to play him, and you got to play him. And I, I, I remember we were in Arizona listening to the sports radio out there, and they're like, hey, you know, the guy's got to play. You, you know, he's, he's a first-round draft pick. Yeah, I know he's getting beat up, but that's how he's going to learn. So you had the – is he going to learn by being beat up on a bad team, or are they wasting their time? And will they – and the other thing is near the end of the season when you know your team stinks, do you put the guy out there, Josh Rosen in Arizona, and run the risk of him getting hurt – and then his trade value goes down to nothing. So his trade value was pretty low to begin with because he didn't have a good year because his team stunk. And so what happens, the, the Miami Marlins, the Miami Dolphins, not the Marlins, Miami Dolphins say, hey, let's get Josh Rosen down here. And let's put a crappy team around him here too. And let's say, hey, the guy, you know, he's got upside. Let's bring him down here. And then what happens? He goes down there. The Dolphins decide to tank the season, and then they decide that let's throw him out to the Wolves. He plays a couple of games. They don't play well because they haven't beaten anybody. And then they decide last week, late in the game against the Washington Redskins in the brutal bowl, they throw Fitzpatrick out there with the big beard and you know, Fitz magic. And he's a guy who plays well in short spurts. He's a guy who goes out there, everybody, oh, my God, Harvard guy. He's smart. That's why he knows how to play football. He went to Harvard. He's not going to make dumb plays and throw interceptions. So they throw him out there last week at the end of that game, and all he did was piss off a lot of gamblers, especially people like me who picked the stinking Washington Redskins to cover the number. So he gets a garbage backdoor cover touchdown on the last play of the game, and then for no apparent reason, they go for two to tie, try to tie the game, and then they, let, then they lose. Then they lose the game, and so they have a decision to make. Do we go back to Mark Fitzpatrick, or do they go and, and, and bring Josh Rosen back? And you're the coaching staff down there, Brian Flores, a new young coach. He's not under any pressure to win games. They're not going to fire him because his team stinks. So his choice is, I don't know if this came from him or this came from upstairs. Why would you start Fitzpatrick now and now once again give up? Because they said after the game, we're going to go back to Josh Rosen now in Miami because he's the future. Fitzpatrick's the past. Right. Go in for a series or two. If you know if he gets hurt, he goes in. Now, all of a sudden, because it's Wednesday, it's the first day of practice, they announce in Miami that Josh Rosen, oh, by the way, is not the starting quarterback. After they said on Sunday night, yeah, well, he's going to be the starting quarterback. They said he's going to be the starting quarterback for the rest of the year, I think three different times this year. 
and now they're not going to start him again. You know, that's, that's not fair to the kid. He was a number one draft pick. Is he that good? You know, he's the guy that, that you know, Scrapple Joe made a good point. When he, was, uh, when he was drafted, you know, he had a lot of confidence. He was a first-round pick, and he said, there were nine mistakes ahead of me. Basically saying that all the quarterbacks taken before him, that the fact that he dropped down to number 10, he was upset because these other teams made a mistake, so I'm going to show them. And that's confidence. I don't have a problem with that. Right. You want to prove that you dropped in the draft because some people didn't believe in you. Then you draft a guy, you throw him to the Wolves in Arizona, and you stink up the league because you got nobody that can protect you mm-hmm. at the, in, on the offensive line, and you get beat up, and then you trade him to Miami where they got nothing and he gets beat up. And so his confidence is shot. His value is worthless. So a guy who spent a couple years in the NFL as a first-round pick is now pretty much persona non grata. I don't know if somebody else will take him off their hands. I mean, at the Miami Dolphins, why are they even getting Josh Rosen if they have no desire? Get him somewhere where he can have a coach, be a backup, mm-hmm. and then work his way back into the system. So to me, I think that's a joke. It's ridiculous, man. Not Matt Fitzpatrick, no, not the famous uh, English golfer. And it really doesn't matter. You're right, tuna fish. doesn't matter who the quarterback for the Dolphins is. But if you're going to make go back to Fitzpatrick and you got Josh Rosen, what are you going to learn about Josh Rosen? What are you going to learn? What are you playing him for? Why do you have him there? Nobody's going to want to trade for Fitzpatrick. We know what Mark Fitzpatrick is. or What's his name? Mark Fitzpatrick. Anyway, it's just stupid. Just stupid. And, yes, Scrapple Joe. Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, Josh Allen all drafted before Josh Rosen. And, oh, by the way, despite Baker Mayfield's continuing hiccups and problems, all three of those guys, those quarterbacks, are better than Josh Rosen. He was drafted at number 10, and that was – they may have overdrafted him at number 10 now based on what's going on. Arizona needed a quarterback. They drafted him. He was a hot shot out of UCLA, and he's stinking it up, but it's not all his fault. So when you get put into a bad situation – and now all of a sudden you're in a bad situation again? Mm-hmm. Is that his fault? Mariota got benched, in, uh, but my Mariota's been around a while. He's not a guy who's in his second year in the league. So anyway, that's just, that just shows you how messed up this league is. Certainly, you know, you see Miami's not going after Kaepernick. Right. Why not go after Kaepernick and at least put some people in the seats? You know what I'm saying? If they, if they signed Colin Kaepernick, whose, whose agent just came right. out last week and said, you know, he's not demand. They, they listed all the things that he's allegedly accused of doing. Mm-hmm. He's working out. He hasn't played. Uh, he's asking for too much money. He won't play for a losing team. And so his agent and his handlers, Kaepernick, no, are saying, no, that's not true. Somebody calls him. So if you're the Miami Dolphins, now I don't know whether he'd play for him. If he says he wants to play, what better spot? I know at this point. Again, is he not gonna, he's not going to lead him to the playoffs. But you know what you, you know what he's going to do with him? You're going to sell tickets. You're going to get people who want to see Kaepernick, whether they want to see him fail or succeed. Right. Here he gets a chance to go in and play on a team that obviously has no really intention of winning. And how many games could he possibly single-handedly win for him now that we are going into week seven in the NFL? No, you're right. I mean, the, the smart thing to do if there's anybody that is going to look at Kaepernick seriously would be a team that really has no hope of getting somebody 
else that's really fantastic. Kaepernick would do something for them that nobody else could. Yeah, which is first, get people in get the people stands in the and interested. Have people around the league see mm -hmm. him again. And who knows Physically what he capable do. of playing football. Mm -hmm. And again, they won't look at the fact that he can't single hand. But he can do what he did in, in San Francisco, which is make moves, move around, you know, get open, and show everybody that he can play. Mm -hmm. Now, but everybody I, wants him. Everybody thinks that, that the teams that are, are playoff bound are going to go after Colin Kaepernick. They can't take that chance. No, they can't. That Because you don't know. Yeah. And then you'll have, you know, and, and he may not even play. My point is he would be signed as a backup. And there are a lot of teams that have bad backups and teams that need a quarterback. Mm -hmm. But those are the teams that are hoping to be a playoff team. Right. Not really, really bad teams. And so, the, to me, the Miami Dolphins are the purse, perfect, perfect place There's no for him reason. to at least get on the field and show everybody what he's right got. Right now, he would be a good backup, but nobody wants to take him as a backup because there's too much politics involved with having him just sit on the bench. There's no reason for them to do no, that. No, he can't sit on a bench. You can't sign him and yeah. put him on a bench as a backup. No. You sign Colin Kaepernick now if you're in the NFL. You have to do it. And, and, and you put him in. That's why I'm just giving yeah. you the perfect example. It would be the perfect example. You put him in Miami. And if he wins some games and the fans get excited, they're still not going to make the playoffs. They're still going to be battling, you know, with Cincinnati and a couple of other teams. Well, Dean says and Washington. Up at the, I, mean, I know about the lawsuit. No, the, his management people also said that he sued the company, he sued the league, and therefore he's persona non. That does that have something to do with it? Yes, I'm sure it does. But it doesn't. It doesn't prevent him from playing in the National Football League. But People sue their employers all the time. I know, I know, but there's probably a sort of unspoken, like, look, he he went against us, kind of. I get that. Yeah. I get that. But the pop, the bottom line <laughs> is. Pavada, too much drama for your mama. <laughs> I don't think it's drama in Miami. That's what I'm saying. You have to be in the perfect spot. If you're going to take him, in a, if the Eagles, like, signed him. But as even, a, even the Miami. Eagles don't. First he, of all, the Eagles are in a good spot. Because their backup quarterback, even though he's older, has been around yeah. the league. He's been around the system. Everybody knows him. He's played for 18 different teams in 18 years. And I think he's, he's in the, like the Nick Foles situation right. here in Philly. And the players respect him. Exactly. And he and Nick Foles. Nick Foles helps. I mean, uh, uh, oh, Josh Rudd, yeah. what's his name? Right. And he's not trying to grab the spotlight. Exactly. He's which, happy to be right. where he is. He's a guy that you can put in and not worry about, oh, my God, now you got no shot of winning. And so the bottom line is that's just my opinion. I'm not telling what the Miami Dolphins what to do. I'm not Colin Kaepernick's agent. He's another Nike guy just like LeBron who pretty much is, uh, you know, he's getting paid millions of dollars to make a couple of dumb commercials and get paid millions of dollars to sell sneakers. Tuna Fish says, do not disrespect Foles with a Kaepernick comparison. I'm not disrespecting Foles. Foles went in there. I'm saying that Colin Kaepernick is a bad fit for yeah. a team like the Eagles exactly. as a backup or a team like the Dallas Cowboys the as a fit, backup. The only kind of fit would be a team like Miami. But I agree with Dean that there might, you know, even Miami is going to say, look, I mean, he, he sued the NFL. They're still beholden to the NFL. It's not like they're their own separate little entity down there. So, he, But, no, Josh Rosen – is not a good backup for Carson Wentz. Josh Rosen can't play in Miami, and he couldn't play in Arizona. You think he's going to come into Philadelphia and, and get handed the keys if something happens to Carson Wentz? They got the guy right now. They got the backup quarterback that if something happens, he could go in even for a couple of plays and not look like a deer in the headlights. 
like Josh Rosen is right. Josh Rosen right now is damaged. He is mentally, psychologically damaged goods. You're not taking a chance on him on a good team as your backup quarterback. So anyway, and again, this is no glowing endorsement, glowing endorsement of Colin Kaepernick. I'm just saying what the Miami Dolphins are doing at the quarterback situation is a joke, and, and nobody's going to their games and the stadium's empty every week. If you're an organization that wants to get some juice in the building, get some people in the building, this is strictly for a – it serves two purposes. Publicity-wise, the Dolphins, people – you know, the media would go back and watch him. They would put the games on, and then people would say, let's see what Colin Kaepernick's doing today. And then it's either make or break time for him. Put up or shut up time. Here, you're gonna, here's a bad team. You want to play in the league. Show me what you're working with. Show me what you're working with. Yes, you know what they Mikey misses hair plugs, nails it. Josh Rosen needs to go on the field with an emotional support dog. That's how bad things have gotten for him. <laughs> he will actually be the first player who will be allowed to take a dog into the huddle, and then after every time he breaks the huddle, yes. when he does get a chance to play against, all right, all right, doggo in three. Three, two, one, doggo. Hey, you know, maybe it would help. You never know. I mean, look at what Penny's doing for Luigi. For Luigi exactly. By the way, where's Luigi? He said he was going to come by here today. Yeah, he, uh, but he's going to come to the nighttime show. He can't. Bullshit. Make... We don't have. We don't need. We don't need more room on the nighttime no, show. No, no, no. He was just going to stop by and say hi. Oh, I want him in here. I want. I want him making. I want him gambling. I want him playing parlays. I want him playing teasers. The last time you made a bet together with Luigi, you swore that you would never do that again. That was horse racing. Oh. I'm talking about teasers, teasers. sports bets, speaking Texas of Luigi, gold, black gold, Texas tea. Tony, speaking of Luigi, <laughs> I have a, um, a video of Luigi going on his first roller coaster ride. You do? Yes. Let's go to the tape then. You know I love me some roller coasters, Robin. I'm a thrill park kind of guy. I'm an extreme coaster fanatic. I used to just travel the country, go every time I'm in a city where there's a great amusement park with good, you know, good roller coasters. Uh-huh. I'm talking about extreme ones. None of the backward shit and none of the loop-de-loops, but extreme inversions, corkscrews. I, you- I don't mind loops, but I don't want any of the backward stuff. So this let's is- go to the so, uh, tape. So just so that you know, it is not really Luigi. It is a little two-year-old girl. But, oh, same thing. But it's same thing. That's, it. That's what I said, too. <laughs> We but took Luigi on his first roller yes. coaster ride. And for those of you who do not know, Luigi is legitimately scared of heights. Yes. So this is nothing to laugh at. There's a lot of people out there that are afraid of heights. But we but he's not Shame. as scared he's not scared Shame. of speed. So Shame. we we and he really liked the idea of being able to go on a roller coaster with us. We we, we took him to Disney and uh Let's just say that I w- this if 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 I had had a video camera on Luigi, this would have been his face. Now watch the little girl. All right, this now if you obviously Lu- have to be on Twitch.tv yeah. to see it, you can hear it, but seeing it yes. is believing but it. But you have to see the expressions on. So if you if you were just listening to it live right now, make sure that you go onto Twitch and uh, look at the replay. Or you can watch it later. Yeah, yeah. you know if you're because a subscriber, you can go back and watch it later. If you're watching this live now, is Luigi's face the 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 emotions that are going through. This was him. This All right, let's go him. to the tape, Robin. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> 
a camel hump, so. Starting to get scared. Oh, there's the face. Uh-oh. She went from joy to fear in no time. Yeah, that was Luigi. And he kind of screamed like that. Everybody's having fun. Now she's smiling again. That was like Detroit Lions fans' emotions on the Monday night game. That wasn't an extreme coaster, though. No. That was like one of those runaway train rides. That's like the run, the uh, the Big Thunder Mountain ride at Disney. It's a lot of humps. You're not strapped in. You know, you're in like a train ride. That's yeah. I think it's a swinging ship. You know, the one oh, that is it? Is that what it is? Yeah, I think it's just. I thought it was a roller coaster. No, I think it just goes back and forth. That's it, fake news, Robin. You lied about the roller coaster. I thought it was a roller coaster too. Oh, I hate those pirate ship rides. Yeah, those make you sick. Uh, now, Captain Stabbing Ride, that's much better. But the big pirate ships that just swing back and forth. But her face, I mean, it was just like, I, I wish that I'd had a video camera on Luigi. Because seriously, that, and, and there's there's a photograph of the, uh, uh, what was it? The um, uh, the water ride, uh, log the log ride. At, at Disney? Raging, no, what is it called again? At Disney? Yeah, Disney. Uh, the well, there's a there's a difference. There's, there's, there's uh, the the long longest ride in the park, which of course is uh, the one with the double waterfall drops. Yeah. Well, anyway, but anyway. And then there's, there's a, the one where it's a big round thing, and you go. No, the the, the rapid the, ride. The log ride, the one that I can think of, the the, the one with Br'er Rabbit. Uh, Splash, oh, Mountain. Splash Mountain. Thank Splash you. Mountain. Splash Mountain. Right. So Splash Mountain, I have to find the photograph somewhere or another. I have it of Luigi. Uh, I was sitting next to him, and he, at one point, was so scared that he, his entire body went into my lap. <laughs> and he's, like, curled over. Well, he is an NBA <laughs> lap dog, too, so, I mean, it's a, uh, he still loves Sorry, LeBron, Luigi, no matter what we, happens. But we anyway, love so, you, and we're proud that you actually got through it, so. By the way, Robin, I have to give you one of these, and I'm glad people called you out, because I, I did not see this video. And you said it was a roller coaster. I'm sorry. I read the headline. And what does the headline say? Three-year-old goes through every possible emotion on her first theme park ride. See, where does it say that's, that's once again, bad journalism. There's a million theme park rides. Well, you, I'm sp- sorry. you specifically said roller coaster. I did. So but I was see, ready to try to figure out what I coaster it was. The, I saw the seat, and I thought it looked like a roller coaster. Wow. Fake news, yes. It, it is was. fake, fake news. news. The, the kids' fake reactions news. weren't fake news. No. But I'm expecting. I'm it, when I first saw the first couple of moves, I thought it was Big Thunder Mountain Runaway Train at Disney, which is you're not strapped in, you're not, you're, <laughs> there's no inversions, you're just basically on a smooth ride, and it, it's got loops and not loops, it's just got little camel humps, and it goes sideways. You can tell by the way somebody's sitting in a coaster ride, Collins, whether you're strapped yes, in, whether you're hanging. True. Collins 21 says, "Tell Tony to fuck off in Dutch." Show to me the op, Tony. You know what I say. Show to me the op. See, that doesn't even sound bad. I know. That doesn't even sound bad. Show if, you, if you yell it's at an outrage. If you yell at somebody, do you does that sound like you're okay. cursing at them? Godverdomme, show to me the op. This is How's how you. That? This is how you tell is somebody. That better? This sounds much better. Bafangul, eh? Exactly right. 
vafanculo. And even when a woman says it, it has much more force, and it sounds like you're, you're cursing somebody out. Vafanculo! Exactly. The Dutch curse words? Even I the Dutch are. curse words are lame. <laughs> they are. They are that is lame. absolutely disgraceful behavior. They are pretty. Well, look at look at the French. <laughs> the French, they're, one of their worst curse words is calling somebody a cow. Really? Yeah. Do it in fash. Sounds bad, but. I just prefer the old-fashioned way that we Americans, the Italians and the all of the Europeans that have the, the Latin blood and the European all blood. All the Ians? Yeah, the Italians, the Spaniards, the French, all the, the languages of love. Uh-huh. The ones where the, the emotional languages are such, the langu- they're much more all of the, powerful. Yes, all the languages of love also have really great words for hate. Exactly. They, they, they have both. Exactly right. Uh, Tuna Fish says that, Robin, you sound like Sergeant Schultz. <laughs> I know nothing. I know nothing. I just, we can't say things just like this anymore to one another. Fuck them. Fuck them. Exactly right. That's what I say. <sighs> anyway, so there's your uh, amusement park update for the day. Now, I'm waiting for my buddy Colin Thompson to call in. I know. Except we don't really have, we don't, can't take phone calls here yet. But he can call in on our cell phone. And then we got to figure out a way to, 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 well, that people can call in, that, like guests, when we do these shows where we don't have access to, to telephone uh, situations. I have the equipment that I was going to hopefully set up my, um, why, don't, would you, why don't you continue talking? And let me see if well, I can if figure I, it out. Obviously, I have to continue talking, Robin, unless we want to play a, a musical prelude here. No, while, unless we have a walk. You know, remember, we used to take breaks on these shows. Remember when we did a two-hour show and we would stop after an hour to go pee? Now we do a three-hour show and we don't stop for a second to go pee, except Robin, who's going to go pee for the second time. No, no, and no. And I'm the guy who's an old guy with a bad prostate. I'm not, I'm not stopping, although now that you mentioned it, see, that's your fault. You shouldn't have said anything. You have anything. to pee now? Yeah, you just you mentioned it, got in my head, now i got to go. <laughs> But, and by um, the way, Stevens in uh, in Detroit, Nick Foles was not in the same boat as Josh Rosen when he became a backup for the Eagles. Nick Foles was a starter for the Eagles before Carson Wentz was even drafted here. Remember? And then there were people in this town when Nick Foles came in and got off to a good start and threw seven touchdowns against the Raiders that they had to make him the franchise. Remember every week, Chip Kelly. Oh, is Foles your quarterback? Is he the franchise quarterback? And then Chip Kelly the nimrod he was, you know, he would always not try to answer the question. You know why? Because he didn't have to answer the question. But the ridiculous part is Nick Foles got off to a good start as an Eagle quarterback. And then, of course, you know, he didn't – people always – they always point out the record when he had his good stretch here. They don't look at what he's done elsewhere. And nobody loves Nick Foles more than me. Just let me repeat that again. No one loves Nick Foles more than I do or respects what he did. But the bottom line is, Nick Foles was a beneficiary of being on the Philadelphia Eagles two separate times. Because after the first time he was here, he didn't exactly go out and light it up wherever he went. Remember, he was cut by the Rams in the, in the very famous video where he goes into Jeff Fisher's office during training camp, remember, on HBO? Mm-hmm. And he was told, hey, Nick, you know, you've done a nice job here, but uh, pack up your bags and uh, you're fired. What up? 
What, what up, up? yo? What up, man? Yes, we do. Who do you like? Are you a hockey expert? I want with the over, over six. Over six in Flyers, Edmonton, Oil Kings? Well, let me see. Let me see now. Let me see your slip here. We have a fan here, ladies and gentlemen. He is what? First of all, we don't have to. We got to get this man a mic. I need to talk to you for Wait, a second. Wait, no, 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 no. You can't. Tony, that's too far away. Hang on. I'm gonna get, I want him on the mic here. Hang on. Wait. He's our first. And he's a working man. His hands are dirty. He's an actual working man. Hold on, hold now, on. Now, you're local what, 692? Yeah, Sprinkler Fitters Union, smaller local. The Sprinkler Fitters Union. Not Annie Sprinkles, of course, who was in the adult uh, entertainment industry, right? Hold Ooh, on. I did not know that. Oh, yeah, it's good. Sprink- I didn't know there was a sprinkle uh, union. Sprinkler? So is this is outdoor, like, sprinkling systems? Hey, oh, it's indoor. It's like the fire sprinklers. Yeah, fire sprinklers. Beautiful. Smaller union, probably 400 members. It's we're, good, man. We're on the plumbers and the steam fitters. Love those guys. All right, so you come in today to place a bet. You're working, obviously, today, right? Just got done. And so what do you do? You come over. How beautiful is this sports book here? Because people think I'm just BSing them. Is this not amazing? Ah, it's almost like Vegas. I mean, It really is. And you've been to the other books. Again, I'm not telling people not to go anywhere else, but I've been to Vegas books. I've been to Reno books. I've been all over the place. California, Indian casinos. You know, this is the nicest sports book I've seen in the eastern seaboard. It's just top-notch here. I come here twice a week. Beautiful. So now let's see. What, what's your name, by the way? Jeff. Jeff, now... Here's what you got here. So you're doing a uh, $150 uh, wager now. So you're plunking down 150 on the Chiefs and the Broncos Thursday night football. Chiefs on the money line, right? So yeah. you're not taking the Chiefs are favored by what in that game? They're uh, three-point favorites right now. They've lost two in a row. It's in Denver. So you're taking Chiefs on the money line. That's just a straight bet. So you're not doing a parlay there, right? Yeah, that's the parlay. So the straight bet is you're laying 150 to win 240. Correct. At minus 167. So you got that ticket in, and then now you have the other one, and this is a four-pick parlay, right? Correct. Tell everybody your parlays here because people love parlays. I like teasers myself. So these are parlays. You don't tease it. You take the numbers as they're posted, correct? Yeah, I'm a big money line guy. I hate getting backdoored. Well, who does You're going to win or lose. Well, unless you're Melodonna or some of those people. I mean, they (laughs) love getting backdoored. But that's another show for a different time, man. So so you got the – so on that – on Thursday night game, Chiefs-Denver – you got the Chiefs again in there. So this is a $50 14 parlay, right? Correct. So you get, you took the Chiefs money line. You've got the Buffalo Bills minus 14.30. So they're big favorites, obviously, yeah. over the stinking Miami Dolphins. You just throw it in there. It gives you a couple extra bucks on the parlay. It's an automatic. It's a layup. Exactly. Then you got the Ravens and the Seahawks. Seattle money line minus 182. And then you got to put in a dog. And you got to put a dog in there so that the money goes up to a 298.53 payout on a $50 bet. That is correct. And you're taking the Philadelphia Eagles on the money line plus 125. That is correct. Are you confident about this uh, selection on Thursday, Sunday night football? As long as Amari Cooper doesn't play, it's golden. Yeah, Amari Cooper, apparently, now he didn't practice today. Neither did uh, one of their outstanding linemen who's hurt. Both linemen are hurt. Both linemen are out. And so, Eagles, they have to win the game outright for you to cash this four-team Parlay action, man. And if you want to be a baby Sunday night, you know, you won the other three, you can middle it maybe. Exactly right. See, this man understands. He's a hardworking man. He comes in here to Parks in Ben Salem. He says, what up Wednesday? He knows Miss Robin. He knows Tony Bruno. Harry Mays and Aton are going to be here at 6 o'clock. Oh, they're coming in today? They're coming oh, in. We're going to do two shows here, man. I feel like I'm in the main room at the Excite Center. Now, yeah. do you live near here in the Ben Salem, work in the Ben Salem area? Northeast. Yeah, it's close. Yeah. I used to like working in South Jersey, 97.3. I can listen to them. Exactly right. You can still listen to them on the app. 
Harry and Aton every day. We do Sunday football shows down at Tollman Joe's. Tomorrow night I'll be up in King of Prussia at, uh, at Screwballs for a Thursday night show. And then Monday night over in New Jersey at the Landmark Americana, man. We're, we're on the road like five days a week now, bro. When are you going to come back to real radio? There, there's no such thing as real radio. This is real radio, man. Hey, pod, this is digital, man. The whole world is watching. People are reacting instantly. Look at this, man. man You're not getting this on it. See, you're actually up on the big screen up here, too. You're up on TV. Oh, we, got, we got four cameras here. Now, my buddy big... told me that he watches the Dayton show on Twitch. I, I, see, I gotta, I'm not, you I'm gotta not download, good with technology. You, all you got to do is download the Twitch app. It's simple, man. It doesn't cost you. It's free. It's like downloading the Parks app. You can do everything on your uh, phone now. Like, I've been a fan since Mr. Monday Night, since the early 90s. You wear uh, Angel. That's how I got, I got hooked on sports radio early. You know Mr. Monday Night. Now, he came up big Monday night. He had a, he had a little losing streak. Uh-huh. Still, still in the money. Still a winning side. But Thursday nights now, Mr. Thursday Night is 8-1 and one on Thursday eight one? night. 8-1? Oh. Eight and one. Now, of course, there's only been six games. But the bottom line is, on two of the games... I went over-under, too. So I gave wow. you the winner and the over-under winner. That's why I'm 8-1. and one. And my first loss was last Thursday night where I got greedy because I was 7-0 and oh going into play. And instead of just giving you the, the winner, which I did with the Patriots, I had to get greedy and go over-under, and I went under. So I won with the win, which makes it every single game as far as the winner selected I had. And then I had an over-under winner earlier, and then my only loss has been taking this stinking under in that Patriots game. What day do you do to lead play blocks? You still give it? We do them on Thursdays. Thursdays. We do them on sets. So I release the weekend picks on Fridays. I release the Thursday pick on Thursday, and I release the Monday pick on Monday. Yeah. And those are free, and you can go to my website, TonyBrunoShow.com, and then click on it, and it shows you all my picks. It shows you my record. There's no lies. I don't go on my website, and then it goes to the PropsNetwork.com, and then switch it when I go on the air. You know, a lot of these guys, hey, I got the winners. Call uh-huh. my number. And then they go on another radio show and they give the different side. Mm-hmm. My picks and then are no documented. No matter what happens, they've won. They've won. <laughs> my picks are documented, man. Doc, and that's what people want. Documented. They want the facts. That's the fact. Jack, as somebody once said. You know what I mean? Yeah. I heard Harry's giving up football this year. Yeah, yeah. baby. No, no, Harry, yeah. Harry's giving up football. Yeah, he said he only watches the Eagles. No, he's lying. He's kidding. You wait, till, you wait till Harry comes in here tonight. His head will explode. He'll look at all the stuff moving. He sees all the screens. He sees the hockey lines. He sees the NBA preseason lines. He sees the soccer lines. He <laughs> sees them all. He's getting ready for Thursday night. I already made a futures bet on the AFC and NFC championship game today. I've got it. I've got it down. Write it down, ladies and gentlemen. San Francisco 49ers against the Houston Texans. They're oh. going to the Super Bowl. It's documented. I bet it today. Pretty good odds, too, hey, right you now. Get odds for that? I don't know. You know, the thing is, on, on the ticket, it doesn't actually show you who I picked. So I got to go scan it. Uh-huh. But you'll see it right here. See, yours, are, yours are all printed out. Yeah. I printed mine, and it didn't come out. So, But I have the scanner, so it'll show yeah, me if, when future, I... future might be different. Yeah, I think it's... But I, I, I just told you. You, you want to write it down now. Houston Texans. I know my buddy, all the Patriot fans, their heads are going to explode now. Houston Texans right now are the scariest team in the AFC to me. I know the Chiefs are up and down. You know, you're seeing that in the second half, and that's why you look at them. They, they're really in a must win. Denver's playing better. That's a tough Monday night game because you've got a team that's lost, that's lost two in a row and a team that's won two in a row up in altitude. That so that's going to be a great I'm not ready to release it. The pick's got to marinate a little bit more, man. Big Red can't lose three in a row. No, you wouldn't think so. 
Can the Cowboys lose four in a row, though? That's the big question, man. Uh, Jason Garrett coaches me. You could coach. Exactly right. <laughs> we can, we can applaud. Je- you and I can do one thing that Jason, Jason Garrett does. We can clap on the sideline. <laughs> and at least when we put our hands out looking for some skin, people give it back to us. Did you see correct. his own players not even, like, yep. acknowledging him on the sideline? Has Jason Garrett lost the Cowboy franchise? He lost that team. He's a yes man. He's only there. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you play? Because, you know, this is what I love here. I said this earlier. Look at these. Look at this college. Look at the college football page right here. Both sides, man. Both sides of action here. You play on college football, man. You're like most Philly fans. Like, I don't give a crap about college. Give me nah, a Nah, I'm a Penn State guy. Who do you like this week? Uh, Penn State. Uh, you got to go t- You got to Harry School. Temple getting seven on the road after that big win. So if you're a Penn State guy, but you're going to go and stay Philly bound. Now, Temple on. Temple's at SMU. SMU. Then they got Central Florida. It's a tough game to come yep. off of. That's a lot of points there with their defense. And, defense and SMU has been one of the great stories in college yeah. football. I mean, they're out of nowhere, man. The ponies are back. They don't even have Craig James. The Eagles have him playing secondary. <laughs> Not the pony Craig James who played there. They got the wrong Craig James. That's good knowledge. Well, that's what I do, man. That's why I'm here. Is Larry Brown still in there? No, Larry Brown is no longer coaching uh, the SMU basketball team. I think Gary, uh, Gary is uh, – Gary. Larry Brown is taking action in here during <laughs> the college. He'll be in here signing autographs with Allen Iverson during the uh, NBA Sixer season. Did Twan to tell you that? No. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny to meet you. Yes, it is, man. I hear you. I hear you, man. Well, thanks for coming by, man. It was great to have you. It's great having you. Because there's a lot of people, they walk by and they're like, is that Tony Bruno? And then at least you came by and shouted out, what up? Hey, this is Wednesday. This is Jose's day. What up? What up, yo? What up? Hockey action here tonight, too. I know. He's so bummed that uh, we don't have a, uh, phone calls coming in here because otherwise he would be all over. He still calls in on a regular basis. Does he? Yeah, yes, we had him does. on here. You know what he said? We've got hockey action, yo. people, all the work, hard-working people who love America, all of fire protection, the guys who are making sure your establishments are safe, that if there's a dumpster fire going on, the water will come down from above, sort of like when the Red Sea was parting. It really didn't part that cleanly like you see in the movie, The Ten Commandments, Robin. There had to be some spray, right? Because if you're parting any sea, Is it going to be a nice, clean line of water? Even at the Bellagio Fountains, when that fountain goes up, Uh there's spray. And you need the spray to put out any kind of dumpster fires, which unfortunately this show... This show has some occasionally, Robert. And Jeff is not a communist, that man right there. That's a hard-working union guy. Yes. That's the backbone of blue-collar America. Speaking of blue-collar, you see who's coming here to the Excite Center. Well, Reba McIntyre's already sold out. Um, Jeff Foxworthy, I know. No, not Jeff Foxworthy. No? It's the other dude. One of those other redneck comedy guys. I told you earlier. He's. I, th- I could have sworn you said Jeff Foxworthy. No, I did not say Jeff. Not- and Toby Keith is coming. He's sold out. Toby Keith, Robin. You a Toby Keith fan? Sold out I two do. shows I- here. 
Tony, I'm going to try something. I don't know if it's going to work, but I'm going to try calling your phone. It was it's live the, what's the his name? The, the Engblom guy, not Brian Engblom, the former hockey great. Oh, Bill Engball. Big Bill Engball. Bill Engball's coming here. Oh, my phone's ringing. Yeah, but it's. Oh, not was that you ringing. calling? It's not ringing here though. Hello, hello. No, it's not. Hello, hello. It's not ringing though, is it? I don't know, Robin. I got an important thing. Not Larry, Larry the Cable Guy. I didn't see him yet, but Bill Engball is coming. John Cleese is coming. John Cleese, Robin. You know who he is, right? From Monty Python. God, he's still touring? Jeez. Of course he is. All guys in their 70s are still touring. <laughs> That's <laughs> Including crazy. our politicians. Everybody in their 70s. You know, 70 used to be Sinbad's coming, Robin. Oh, I love Sinbad. Sinbad's coming before. December 12th here. You get the big axe in this place. I you know how you find out? You go to uh, parkscasino.com slash Excite Center. X site, the letter X C I T E. Show's coming up here. So they get Tom Segura's coming. He's sold out, Rob. You know who Tom oh, Segura is, right? Listen to that. It's ringing. My Tony? phone's ringing. I know. Answer wait your phone. Oh, wait. I can call you on the phone now? Hello? 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 Now, if you take your headset off just for a second and see if you can actually hear me Hello? through your phone. Is Tony Bruno calling? Tony, take Is your he there today? Listen to me. Take yes. your headset off and see if uh-huh. you can hear my voice coming through your phone. Why would, I, Why would I have to listen to the phone? I want to hear you through the heads. Tony, I'm trying to get, <laughs> Would you just pay attention to me? Can I get football on my phone? Okay, can you hear my voice coming into the phone? <laughs> yes, I do. Can oh. you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Well, this means that we can try and call Colin. Colin Thompson? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. So uh, yes. I'm going to hang up, and we'll try that. Look at that. On the fly. You call me again now. Tony, I worked it on the fly. That's a good job out of you, Robin. You're not getting this. Okay, now you need to put your headset back on so you the people. Why? Tony. I, Robin, relax. Okay, now I can hear you. <laughs> good God almighty. It's like I love you've never done people this People are walking by and they're like, what the, what the hell is going on at that desk? There's people <laughs> yelling at each other. People, uh, and they're saying, uh, yeah. You're killing me, Petey. You're killing me. Exactly. Robin, can you turn the volume back up here since I have the control of the horizontal yes. and vertical here? Yes. If you don't, if you yes. keep this up, you know what I'm going to say to you, Robin? What? You're a crumb creep coward. You're a real crumb bum. Exactly right. Exactly And right. you know what That's else, right. Robin, after you start drinking today, you know what I'll say to you? What? You are a lush. I can tell by looking at you. <laughs> I want to fight you. I want to fight you. Oh, so now on ESPN, is it fair for LeBron to avoid China-related questions moving forward as ESPN asks LeBron to pull down his pants and let us resume with the normal complete suck fest that is NBA the jump. And as I said yesterday, Rachel Rachel Nichols, they said, Rachel Nichols, what do you got on the jump today? And Rachel Nichols' response is, how high, LeBron? How high or low do you want me to jump? An absolute suck fest of disingenuous frauds. That's what the NBA is. 
fair? Is it a fair question? Is it fair for LeBron to avoid China-related questions moving forward, Robin? Is it fair for LeBron to avoid? Let me uh, let me put that out there for the people. Is it fair for LeBron to avoid China-related questions? All right, people. How long? How long? This was a this was a record of him not. Is mentioning. it fair for people to ask LeBron James why the Lakers will suck? and throw his latest coach under the bus and the rest of his teammates once they realize that he's a cancer and he's a bad human being. All right, there's your NBA update for the hour. I just wanted to give people an example of what's on right now on ESPN in the afternoon LeBron Slurp Fest. They could take it all the way down, the entire thing. That's how much they slurp LeBron. You do not see anything left when they get their mouth on him. Just saying it. Oh, one of your Twitter followers is the guy that's tuna fish on Twitch. Oh, okay. I thought you meant the guy that just came in. No, no, no. Beautiful. All right, let's get back to the business. You know what I say to LeBron <laughs> one more time, Robin? Hey, shut the fuck up and go outside, all right? Exactly. That's what I would say to him. I'm very proud of myself that I got this uh, phone thing figured out that we can do it through my cell phone. Since I've given you multiple bump bumpty bumps today, Robin, let me give you one of these right now. Uh, you know, it's, it's all about positive reinforcement. Well, this is, I brought all this equipment hoping that I would be able to do the crossover with Aton and Harry like we normally do, yep. uh, just using my cell phone. But... They weren't quite, when we got here, they were about a half hour behind getting us all the, the, the situated here in this location. They had to, or we had to wait an hour for the table. The table had to be delivered from Tables Are well, Us. Well, I wasn't going to go into details. And then they had to get six guys to bring the table. Hey, you but know, as somebody once said, a great, the great Charlie Manuel said. What is what it is. What it is, is what it is. Seriously, we had more equipment than the Rolling Stones in here today. We had two big, gigantic carts loaded with boxes and, and silver chests and all of these other things, Robin. Yes! I have an update. We have an update? Is this breaking news? This is breaking news. But when news breaks on the show, we fix it right away. I just got a, uh, well, actually, you and I both just got messages from Colin Thompson. Uh, he says, I wanted to let you guys know first. Wait, this is breaking news. I yes. Mean Wanted to let you guys first know we are going to Tampa, baby. Oh, ladies and gentlemen. Go Vipers. Your Tampa Bay Vipers have drafted former Temple University Florida Gator. Great. Our friend, our good buddy, Colin Thompson. Let's put your hands together. And we, we were the first to know other than his family. Well, he should have called us before his family. I mean, come on. <laughs> Did he tell his girlfriend? We met down there in Florida with the Florida Gators. It's great to be a Florida Gator, except when you play uh, you know, Oklahoma and stuff like that. Or, uh, you know what I'm talking about. That's a roaring round of applause. I'm happy for the kid, man. You know, he's only 25, so he's not like some broken-down old NFL guy who wants to play again. He's a young guy. He's in shape. He works out. Good-looking man. He is a good-looking man. He has a beautiful girlfriend. Exactly. You got a Florida girl. He's you know, there's some fine girls down there in Florida, Robin. We got any Florida updates today? 
This is the XFL. So now we got to go to Tampa again. It gives us an excuse to go back down to Tampa after the NFL season. The Super Bowl's over to go down and watch Colin Thompson and your Tampa, is it Tampa Bay Vipers? Uh, yes, the Tampa, well, actually, I, I don't know if it's Tampa Bay. Or Tampa Vipers. Tampa Vipers. Viper. Is that, will there be a new Viper Room Club that'll be uh, themed against for the XFL team down there? Hold on a second. The Tampa Bay Vipers, ladies and gentlemen. I sort of know, I, I, you know, I knew this. I just didn't want to release it. But remember the other night when we were doing the show at Landmark Americana and uh-huh. he had a phone call when we were talking about the XFL and he got up yeah. and I happened to see the area code on the phone. And you know I got hoes yes. in different area, area codes, so Robin. You recognize and you know that? I recognize that Tampa Bay, the oh, Tampa I'm Bay so area codes. Woohoo! Wow, how about the great Colin Thompson? Do we, can we get him on the phone? That's what I'm, I'm trying right now. Can we effort him and get him on live? His first exclusive interview? They're not getting him down there on 620 WDAE. They're not getting him down on any of those Tampa Bay sports stations. They're not getting him on any of the Tampa TV stations. They're getting him right here. The Tampa Bay fighting Doberman genitalia. No, that's not who they are. Come on. And don't forget to give Dean a beatdown the next time you're in Tampa. It's a regular occurrence. Dean and I will go to the the closest Walmart to Clearwater, and we will go in there and, and pick our weapons from the sporting goods area, usually the miniature coho hockey sticks, and then we go at it right there in Walmart. Now, it's not as exciting as watching women in Walmart walk by with, like, their pants all the way down and the, and the big butt things, the, the, the plumber's butt, and all the other great things that I love about the Tampa Bay area and all of Florida. But, ladies and gentlemen, joining us right now. Yeah, we're going live here with him and Jesse's. Oh, we're, we're calling him right now? Yeah, we're calling him right is now. Is that the phone ringing live? It is. Hello? Is this Colin Thompson of your <laughs> XFL Tampa Bay Vipers? Is it Viper yes. or Vipers? Vipers, Mr. Tony Bruno. Is it Tampa Bay or Tampa Viper? <laughs> I have no idea. I just know I got selected in the XFL draft, and I'm ecstatic about it. Let me give you a roaring round of applause, man. You know we're happy for you. And you did what I tell you. Did you call Did you call John McMullen and give it to him first? I told. I gave it to you first, Tony Bruno. You and Miss Robin. Oh, that deserves that deserves its own special awesome, round of applause. Awesome. Now, I asked you on Monday night when you knew this was coming up. You, I, you said it was going to be Wednesday. We saw yesterday that you know the quarterbacks were distributed. The eight teams got their quarterback picks, and then but you knew it was going to be the second day, right? Because that's how it worked out when you looked at the group. It was Group Five, right? Which is the group that uh, they Group Four and Five today. Is that what they did? Yeah. So what it was today was uh, was the corners and defensive backs, and then the specialists and after they drafted the 40 players, there were some tight ends that were taken ahead of me, uh, drafted the first day, about 10 to 15 guys, which I know I don't fall into that category because I'm not going to guys going to catch you 80, 90 balls. I'm a physical grinder type 20, 30 catch player. Um, so I'm just happy I ended up where I ended up. I got drafted the day I thought I was going to get drafted and by the team I wanted to go to. So you can't ask for anything more. I knew it. I knew it when you got a phone call the other night. I didn't break the news. I could have done, you know, I could have been like a whistleblower I could have been one of these, you know, guys who said, I saw, I saw Colin's phone and I recognized the area code. And so I could have just gone and said, my sources tell me, Tony Bruno, 
that Colin Thompson will be selected by the Tampa Bay Vipers. You can book it, take it to the bank, lock it in, go to a casino, wherever you can get action on this, do it. But I respect you too much to go and break a story of that magnitude without your express written consent of the XFL, Colin Thompson, Temple University, and the University of Florida. Well, Tony, I respect you enough to make sure you and Miss Robin were the first two to get texted. That's a great job out of you, man. So now are you going to bail on us? Uh, Because, you know, the the league doesn't start until February. So when will you go down there? I mean, you're going to go down there, obviously, sooner than later because they're going to introduce the teams and that kind of stuff. But when will you actually go down for training camp for the XFL season? There's a mini camp in December. uh, But Jacob Media, you know, there's anything possible with Jacob Media. Maybe I'll have to fly out to the games. I uh, may have to go down there. I may have to go down there and do sidelines. I may have to get it. I may have to get back on the turf. I may have to get back on with the lanyard, with the whistle, with the headsets. Maybe I'll borrow one of Howard Eskin's uh, fur coats and I'll come down there and put it on in Tampa when it gets a little chilly in February. You know, over there in, uh, you know, down there on Dale Mabry Boulevard, and you're gonna be playing in the Big Sombrero too. Well, it's not the Big Sombrero anymore, but Raymond James Stadium, right? Yeah, I played there in college a little bit too. Watch a few NFL games there. It's a great place to play. Great stadium. Have you been in the pirate ship, though? Have you been there for Gasparilla? I have been there for Gasparilla back in my Florida days. Yeah, we used to go down there and have a good time. Oh, man. You know, I used to sing, it's great to be a Florida Gator. Well, I got to say, I'm so excited for you. And I think that we should, you know, rather than having Colin worry about going back and forth and back and forth, we should just go down there. We should basically make it. We'd be like snowbirds. Like as soon as Big the NFL sees on yeah. the road. Yes, Absolutely. we're going to take this show. We're going to set up one of those uh, to start off with because we're not a big budget show. We'll get one of those blue medical tents. We'll set up in a parking lot. And if it gets too cold or rainy, we'll get a trash can outside, like a 55-gallon drum like they do in, in South Philadelphia, uh-huh, uh-huh. you know, in the Italian market where Rocky was running down the street and they burn, you know, they burn baskets and stuff to stay warm. We'll do that whole thing. We'll do a show live from Tampa, Florida. Maybe Bush Gardens. Maybe you go to Bush Gardens. Maybe we go right there to Dale Mabry in front of, uh, you know, in front of the Mons Venus. I love it. There's so many great locations to do a show from. Maybe go down to Hooters on Clearwater Beach and do it from the original (laughs) Hooters. Or Lenny's. Or Lenny's in Clearwater Beach. I love it. I love Tampa. (laughs) I'm ecstatic. I mean, I'm so excited to go down there and play. Now, Now, who's the coach for your Tampa Bay Vipers? Mark Trespin. Mark Trespin. Absolutely. Yeah. Niners. I mean, you know, Mark Trespin, without a doubt, was so hot at one time because he was a great coordinator. Everybody talked about in this day and age of analytics, they would say, man, that guy's got a great mind for offense. He's up in the booth, got a couple of shots, and now he's going to be coaching you down there. Is he, would you call him an analytic coach or is just a guy who knows offense really, really well? I don't know. I'll tell you what. I remember watching those Bears offenses with, with Jay Cutler. They used to spread it around, a little Matt Forte action. That's all I know, really. I'm just I'm just on cloud nine here that, that uh, I'm picked, to be honest with you. I haven't done a lot of research because there's eight different teams. But right. I know that was a great spot for me. I know a lot of their player personnel guys there that I was with along my travels in the NFL and the AAF. So, hey, man, can't complain. What a great location. And uh, just a good group and a, and a veteran head coach to go to, a guy that's been and done it in the CFL, he's done it in the NFL. So you can't answer anything more when it comes to a new league in the XFL. Exactly. And, yeah, we were talking about because people have been asking me the last couple of days when I mentioned the XFL, well, why will this uh, succeed when the other one didn't? And you talked about it the other night on our show 
from Landmark Americana because this has actual legitimate fun- funding. You played in the AFL, and, and people liked the quality of football, and there were a lot of good players there, but they just never had the solid backed financial aspect to keep this thing going. They hope they did, but this league has, you were telling me what, the finance, they know it's going to survive at least three years financially, right? Correct, yeah. Everyone will be paid for a minimum of three years, so that allows coaches, that allows players that maybe aren't getting NFL jobs to continue to play in this league to maybe set some roots. Actually pay rent instead of doing month-to-month rent like we all, the bottom of the NFL and the bottom of the AAF did. So, beauty. Uh, because of the fact that it is funded, guaranteed for three years by a, a legitimate backer and and a guy who built WWE, WWE to whatever it is now. So pretty impressive stuff. And, hey, man, it takes money to start a new venture, and it's a heck of a venture to try to li- live with the NFL. They're not trying to beat the NFL, but they're trying to coincide with it, which I think is doable because there's so many, so many football fans out there. Now, you know, the other thing you're going to have to do, you're going to have to change your Twitter page. Yeah. As people are pointing out, Scrapple Joe, it still says – free agent at Colin Thompson, TU, Temple University. So I can no longer refer to you as free agent, Colin Listen, Thompson, right? I, I literally got the call seven minutes ago. I was in the middle of football practice here at Titleman High School, Titleman Middle School in Cape May, New Jersey. I walked out of practice, called my parents, called my lovely girlfriend, Sydney, and then texted Miss Robin and Mr. Tony Bruno to let them know. So I will get to the Twitter page maybe tonight <laughs> when I can take a deep breath. But there are the priorities right now. I texted Gil and Harry Mays and John McMullen and the guys as well. But there are the priorities, just so you guys know. No, no, we really appreciate it. We have Buster Chops a lot. Well, you know, I haven't known you that long, man, but you're, you're a great guy to know, good young guy. You know, you take care of yourself. You're really, you're really smart. You really know the game. You understand it. And that's why we love having you on, and I'm glad that we're working with you this year. And uh, we're going to come down to Tampa for sure and see you, man. So these are people who are just busting your chops about the Twitter page. But it better be fixed by tomorrow at least, man. I mean, you got to <laughs> change that. It better be. Because then Thanks it would be fake so news. All right, man. Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, XFL tight end now from your Tampa Bay Vipers, Mr. Colin Thompson, no longer a free agent. Congrats again, Colin. That's awesome sauce right there, man. Thanks, guys. I know him. I want a, I want a jersey. I want a Tampa Bay Viper jersey. Now, at least once the NFL season ends after the Super Bowl in Miami, I won't have to watch NBA games from February on till July. I will immediately transition from the NFL and continue to ignore the NBA and go right to the XFL. So I'm, I'm doubly grateful, not just for Colin Thompson. I'm doubly grateful that I can continue watching football instead of wasting my time supporting a communist-led league, a league that is openly in the tank for communists. I know Vince McMahon's not a communist. No. I know the WWE. They're not communist sympathizers. It's all about America, ladies and gentlemen. So the Tampa Bay Vipers, ready to strike is their slogan. Oh, uh, I'm ready to strike right away. Um, and they're not strike, not not strike like picket lines like the replacement players days back in the no, day. No, 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 like <laughs> strike. Viper. So you know, one of the things about saying that name Viper. is we can go back yeah. to the Andrew Siciliano inspired thing that we used to do on now, Fox Sports Radio I'm all the time. I'm following the Vipers now. Viper. Tampa Bay Vipers. I've met a lot of Vipers in Tampa. Let me tell you that right now, Robin. 
But there's there's uh, the inner sanctum <laughs> where they. This was probably one of the phone. Mark, there's Mark Tressman right there. There he is. Oh, this is a live shot now. No, is it, this is this uh, is earlier today this during was the draft. A bit earlier today during the draft. Beautiful. He's got beautiful hair too. Yes. He's got beautiful hair. Their colors are green and green, green on green, like light green on. It's no, not Cali green. They're not stealing from the Philadelphia. No, because no, like Vipers a, are green, right? Right. Well, they're sort of that lime green yeah. color. Yeah. Not the uh, not the Seattle Seahawk lime green uh, uniform. No, lime no, no, green. no. It's not like the day glow lime green. This Don't is be just insulting the Italians again, Robin. What the hell is this have to do? With <laughs> I didn't say day glow. I like day this. glow. <laughs> Steve is. Oh no, here we go with communist crap again. Uh, oh no, not LeBron again. I didn't even mention LeBron there. No, don't bring it up, people. I did not mention. I did not mention Pawn James there, but you know I'm like, well, you trigger me. It's like you know, there's trigger words now with people in politics. You say a word and triggered, and then their heads start shaking. I don't get triggered easily, but the just the mere mention of Pawn James triggers me. All I mentioned was that the WWE and the XFL will have something for me to watch. After, what part of where did I mention LeBron James in my I now have something to watch after the NFL you did not. season you are from you February didn't. to July? Where did I mention anything but the uh, I said the NBA? Did I mention LeBron James, Robin? Nope. That's Steve again, who then, then mentioned that I was talking like I was when I called when I was proud of America and was denouncing China. He was calling me a Republican and a Trump guy because I actually am proud to be an American. And we actually, Can you believe that? That's trick. Steve is triggered. We don't Steve do it triggered. often, but you had to give him a big bump, bump, de bump. Yeah, and now he comes back. <gasps> He's going to get two in one day? Yeah, I hate to do it to him. Oh. Steve, Steve, He's Steve. bad enough he got screwed twice on Monday Night Football, who I picked and won with, and he's coming at me now. Coming at me for speaking the facts. Databoy19 <laughs> says, is this the Florida story for today? Actually, well, yeah, it's a great yeah, positive a Florida great story. positive Florida story. Now I got a place to crash. Well, I mean, I have a lot of places to crash in Florida, Robin. You know, that color green looks really good on me, too. Really? Like, I'm going to have to get one of those T-shirts. I need one now. I like it. I like it a lot. Do they have, do they have the jerseys? I want to see it. Let's see if I can find one of the jerseys. Is it a deep V? Because, you know, that looks good on me. You know, when I get the upper, when I get my... Uh, I get my fake tan in the middle. Uh, Nikolai Volkov will not be singing the national anthems during NBA games. That's <laughs> that was the other, that's the other great thing about wrestling. Remember back in the day, the Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov and all the WWE. They don't do it as much now because even though they're not as PC as most of the rest of this wimpified country. That when you know when we were having problems with Iran the first of the fifty times we had, uh-huh. you know you had, you had the Iron Sheik who was supposed to be Iranian, and I think he is in real life, but he played the bad guy, right? Right. Because you know we hated the Iranians; they were our enemies. You know they kidnapped all our people, and so they always would do the villain versus hero thing, right? And you know, and the, and the foreign guys were always the villains, the Russians, Nikolai Volkov, and all those guys, and so. And you know who the quarterback of the Tampa Bay Vipers is, Robin? Um, I, I'm not recalling right offhand. It is Aaron Murray. 
Oh, that's right. Aaron, Aaron, yes. You know, and Aaron Murray is, uh, well, he's known for a lot of things. But you know who else he was known for? What was he known for? He was. Uh, oh, he was dating. Um, what's her face? Casey McDonald. Yes, that's right. Casey McDonald, former Philadelphia area uh, sports reporter, weather reporter. Then she moved to uh, D.C. I think, and now she's in Boston. I think she's in Boston. Last time I saw her, she was know. in Boston. But he Aaron Murray romantically linked yes, for a while that was with that Aaron I Murray. Did, See, I that's did. great. Aaron Murray knowledge I, right there. I knew the name. There was a different thing that I was trying to remember how, other than who he was. Um, and it just didn't come to me. So I appreciate whoever brought that up. I brought um, it up. Oh, you remember. Well, I brought it up. Oh, I thought it was one of our. No, good Hitman oh. 1798 said Aaron Murray's the quarterback of the Vipers. And then because this is what oh. I do and who I am, I pointed out that Aaron Murray. It, it is your association. You, you did the uh, word association. No word. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm giving you the backstory. Now, I'm giving you the rest Tony, of the story. Tony, I am showing on screen the Viper T-shirts, t-shirts? and different colors. They have the uh, they have the old school yellow. I, but what I want is I see they have like the dark green with the light green on top. I want the light green with the dark. I'm not seeing it. So wait a minute. This, they, they just have a website put up. They just started drafting players, and you already are on there. Yes, I'm complaining. As a grifter complaining for see, free shit. Grifter becomes my new favorite word right now. See the drawstring bag there? That color? I want that color jersey. You know what I want? I want the, I want the Vipers banana hammock. Because the B, you see that? Imagine that tight B down here. You got the green, but then you got the B that starts at the bottom of the scrotum oh. and then comes up the side of your crotch. How great would that green Viper look on a banana hammock on the beaches of Clearwater, St. Petersburg, can, or Clearwater Beach. And then uh, people would be saying, is that a snake in your pants? Oh, or? Hey, nice viper <laughs> there. Nice viper. Is that a viper in your pants? Or are you just happy to be here, baby? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I can picture it right now. Tony Bruno, <laughs> I know that we're, I'm not too worried about ending exactly at four o'clock because we uh, because, because we, we had technical difficulties with the audio yes. portion of the uh, beginning of this. A viper banana hammock. I'm dead. Cujo knows it. <laughs> see how see how forward thinking we are. I agree. You, when you look at that look at that logo. That V. Okay, hold it's on. A deep wait, 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 wait. It's the deep V. It's a deep V. Just imagine. Now picture that. Picture this. Picture that picture as this. a banana hammock. Banana. <laughs> picture that as, as a T-shirt, of course. Uh-huh. On a woman, you get the deep V, the plunging neckline. So that V goes all the way down right into the middle of the, of the major league maracas, even if you don't have biggins down there. Right. You know, you could put the push-up bra on, the push them to the side, just to get that little, little curvature mm-hmm. that... You know, oh, I'm, obviously I'm right brings there. all the boys to the yard and girls to the yard, too, depending Who on knows? where you are. I know what I'm getting to Tony now. <laughs> Gifting. And I'd look good in Wildwood. Wildwood crest with that, oh, too. Yeah, Thank sure. you, Ed Nasty. Yes. Now, uh, <laughs> you know you know what that reminds me of <laughs> is it's, it's beyond the banana hammock. Um, what are those things called? God, they're in... You could you can make them into uh, you know how we have the the, the 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 things the ninjas use the flying uh, diamond things uh, what are they called the stars you know the the sharp stars that the ninjas use and they throw at people and when they're in fights they're stars but they're they're sharp stars you know what I'm saying 
Which guy is really good at talking? F-J-S-O-H-O-T-M says, this guy is really good at talking. Love it. Well, I'm talking because we're doing a talk show. This thing. What thing right here? Oh, yeah. Oh, exactly, Robin. What are they called? Hold on, hold on, hold on. They're the ones that, uh, that, that what's his name, wore in, yes. the, in the Borat movies, right? They're called the, this is the sexy Borat mankini. Mankini, where it goes over your shoulders, comes down in a V, and so, then goes all the way down into the crotch area. This is, I mean, it's already the right color. <laughs> Voila, there you go, Tony Bruno. Boom, I want Boom. one of those. That, I, want, I want to see that under my stocking. <laughs> Where's, I don't demand much. I don't ask I for much. I think I can afford it. It says it's only $3.99. Oh, is it the same Am color? Green? Do you have it in Midnight Green for the Eagles? Do you have it in Kelly Green? <laughs> oh I want to wear that on God. the beach in Clearwater Beach with Dean for the opener. Of, I'll wear that on the Gasparilla float down Dale Mabry Boulevard in Tampa on the Gasparilla Day. It's been a while since I've been on a float down there in Gasparilla, Robin. And there's no better place to wear that deep V mankini. Does it come with those abs? I can rent those. I'll paint those on I'll like they did on. in the 300. I like it. I like Remember it. when they did it in the 300? Those guys all painted Hitman their abs 1798. On. Luigi's Christmas gifts? <laughs> 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 Mikey misses hair plugs. It is way too close to dinner to be thinking about Tony in one of those. <laughs> the Chinese stars I was talking about that they use. I think the NBA, that's going to be the new logo for the Lakers now, is the Chinese star followed by the hammer and sickle. It's a lot of good... Uh, if I was good at making memes, you know what meme I would make? What would that be? It would be the front of Staples Center. It would be easy to make, but I don't have time for this. So you take this, you know, you know you've been to Staples Center, right there where LA Live is, and then right in front of Staples Center, in front of the building, where all the statues are, you put a couple of tanks. So you get a couple of military tanks. And then you put him out there, and then you have LeBron James standing in front of the tank in his Laker jersey in front of Staples Center just to show you how, how much of a social justice hero he is to all of us. Hey, it Tom, is a ninja star. I said that. Do we, do we want to uh, leave everybody with a feel-good, cute story? You know, because yeah. animals are great. Does it feel real good, Robin? Animals are great. Now, you're stealing that. While from, uh, what's that guy? Out. Greg Gusto. <laughs> He's been stealing that from me because nobody loves animal videos that I, I do. All I, in fact, if you watch it, my, if you look at my Twitter feed, the most of the videos I post and memes are animal stories. Like there was one this morning with a, with a puppy with a, baby, a bunch of baby chicks. Did you see that yes. one? I posted that. Yes. And of course I wrote, and it, somebody was saying, "Oh look, this dog's eating the eating ducklings." You have to and eat I wrote, the babies. And then I posted and I wrote in quotations. My favorite line now that I've been using and using it to death. We need to eat. We need to eat the babies. And so that dog, obviously a climate science yes. dog, doggy, was eating baby chicks somewhere on a pier somewhere. There was water right there. It looked like on the edge of a, of a dock somewhere. But it wasn't. I mean, go on to Tony's Twitter page. You'll see. They, the, the little puppy was not really eating him. No, it was a joke. But it looks like I know. because the little puppy's playing with these little cute little ducklings. It's adorable. And then he's going over and he's opening his mouth. And actually, and they weren't like ducklings. They were chickens. Uh, chickens. No. They, are you sure? No, yeah. those were ducklings. No. Are you sure, Robin? Yeah. Do you different, realize I raised a duckling? Beak. I raised a duckling all the way to a full-grown mallard that I became do. my personal pet, Howard, Howard the, the duck. duck. What's the matter with you, Robin? I've heard. Hey, uh, 
So, so we got animals of, are great. Speaking of climate, as we all know, yes. you should never leave your car, your dog in the car. You have a literal even, dumpster fire. Even I know when we it's, do, yeah. Even when it's cool outside, it can still get really hot in the car. So this is a man who accidentally locked his Datsun in the car, and he was freaking out. <laughs> Not his Datsun 360 original 380Z. No, no, no. This is his little, you know, <laughs> wiener dog in the car. And uh, look at this. It's, it's, it's fabulous. Riding along in my automobile. Chuck Berry, baby. My baby beside me at the wheel. That's Otis, his dog. Previously on Bull Island. You right? I'd say just clear that. All right, that's fine. And how's the grass? <laughs> Come here to me. I know. You got no summer. Yeah. Your man won Love Island from Limerick. See? Oh, he's Irish. Settle down now, small Settle, Settle down now, eh? Before I bust you. <laughs> Is this uh, the bull whisperer? Yes. Yes. Don't, don't even. I'm in no farm for you today, boy. Okay, we don't need. What's with these Irish dudes? I, they get I mean, wasted no and they go field. out in the in the farm fields okay. and they talk to animals. Otis, that's him. That was him. Otis, get him there. Otis, what's you, what's you, what's you coming up here for? He's out there. Ah, oh, you won't believe this. Otis is after locking me out of the car. Car. Out for locking me out of the car. Ah, <laughs> oh, stop. And look here, lad. There's an audience as well. Good boy, Otis. Press, press the. Press it for daddy. Go, that's it, press it. Press it. The car is on. The car is on. What are you looking at? T. Good boy, oh, that's it. Good. Press, press the thing. Press the thing. <coughs> press the button. Press the button. Oh. Sorry, do you know a mechanic around the place? Good night last night. The arms are twisting your head, but we'll get out of it. <laughs> Any of you, come here now. You, anyone? <coughs> nah, you're all talk. This is a bunch Where of bullshit, Robin. Otis, will you let me into the car, please? Just look at that face. <laughs> Thank God I didn't fix this window. Oh, shit, the thing has got in. OT, press the button there for Dad. OT? <laughs> Otis. Good boy. That's Good it. Press it. Press. Press it. Good boy. Press it. Back a bit. Back a bit. Good boy. <sighs> Could you use your arms there to burst through the door? <laughs> he's talking to uh, he's boy, talking to cows here. trying to get the door open. Yes. Well, no, press he's talking on. to Otis as well. Yeah. So but then he's to... asking cows to bust the door open oh, if he can't get way. the, the cow, boy. the Come dog, in. to do it. Come here. Now there's. This particular car, I don't know what kind of car it has. It has one of the the, the unlock button is in the middle console. So it's one of those Euro trash cars. Come here, baby. So Come he's boy, trying to get Otis to walk across back and forth. We're going to keep and running forth. over and back until you press it. Our tanks. Come on, Oti. Press it. Press it. Yes. Yes. He did it. Ozzy. Otis did it. Yay, Otis. And then finally, some American guy runs up to him. 
right, get that damn crap out of here. <laughs> Only thing I can say about that guy in that video with that dog in the car. It was Borrow lush, I can tell by looking at you. Exactly it, it right. It was way too long, but it was adorable. Jesus, so, Robin. Uh, animals are great. And on that note. Cujo No said that this had better not turn into one of those bestiality videos again, Robin. We don't again, do that again? on this show. We love animals on this show. Especially the female kind. And many of them are starting to roam around here at Parks Casino. And uh, Steve began once again a, a really, really angry fellow. <sighs> you know. This is what he. This is how he uh, finishes up our first three-hour extravaganza. Sometimes you're angry, and sometimes you're not. But we will be back. And I want to say this to Steve one more time. One more time. I'm going to tolerate your crap today. He says, "Can we bring on Harry and Aton already boring segment? We're going to take a two-hour break." We're going to go get some food, get some libation, get some bets in, and then we're coming back from six to nine, another three hours. And then we'll have some fun again. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. In the meantime, don't drink and drive. Don't text and drive. Come on out here to parks tonight. Hang out. We'll be here until nine o'clock tonight watching all the action, yo. Miss Robin, Tony Bruno live, Parks Casino in the sports book up in Ben Salem. Don't text and drive either. And God bless America because it's still better than the commie NBA associated stinking commie bastards in China. Thank you for listening to the Tony Bruno Show on Bruno Nation Live. Don't forget to subscribe on the Twitch mobile app so you don't miss any of Bruno Nation's hilarity and hijinks because it is definitely must-watch radio. Of course, you can catch the archived audio on your favorite podcast app like Spreaker or iTunes. Plus, if you subscribe via Twitch, you can watch any of our archived videos. We hope to see you back here every Monday through Friday. See you soon.